Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, only tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero life mate, Rico. What's up, man? Uh, so tired. Yeah. Well, for what yeah. it's worth, I almost forgot to say your name there. <laughs> so. How do you forget my fucking name? I didn't forget your name. I just got into the thing and just, yeah. Anyway, what's up, dude? Uh, you know, same old shit. Just uh, long, long, uh, long days. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I know we got a co- we got a guest coming on, but there's a couple things I wanted to get into before he joins us. Um, number one, uh, I just want to give quick love to a new video game streamer I found because we've been talking about video games a little bit, mainly my chaos with video games. But um, we have talked about it. But by the way, I did get two more titles. Um, I still thank you for your help, but these two I got on my own. <laughs> but well, still, congratulations! I'm happy to hear. Yeah, I found a thing on the Facebook Marketplace, and they were selling them basically brand new for like ten bucks a piece. So I was like, yank. Um, went and got you gotta those. Be with, you got to be careful with Facebook and Craigslist because you could sell yourself for ten bucks a piece. Yeah, that's true. No, no, I. This also the thing I like about Facebook, um, with the Marketplace is that apparently if the person's selling. And you have a mutual friend, it'll tell you that when you pull up the ad. So this person had a mutual friend with me, which so I you, think... you can hit up your friend and be like, who is this motherfucker? If you feel like you need to, but just in this instance, the fact that they, I knew who the person was, it gave me some comfort that this person wasn't shitty, you know? It was a real legit person. It wasn't, you know, Not a my, scam. Well, I think they're all legit people, but they're also... This, for me, it's more about whether they're shitty people, and I don't... You know, the fact that the, who this person was connected to told me that that makes them not a shitty person. Anyway, right. so I got my games back there. But um, also in the realm of Facebook and gaming, you can um, stream Facebook or gaming on Facebook, kind of like what Mark does on Twitch, but on Facebook. And there's a guy I stumbled across. It goes by the name Fumes, F-U-M-Z, um, don't know what it means. Haven't asked him, but whatever. Um, like he's, he's ba- on fumes? I guess. I don't know. But he's based out of Chicago, and he's been streaming this game called Super Mario Maker 2, which, for okay. those of you not familiar with it, there's a also, obviously, a Super Mario Maker 1. But what it is, it's the game for the t- Switch. And what you do is you take elements from all the Mario games ever created, I, I think except Game Boy, or the handhelds, and you make your own levels 
of Mario mm-hmm. Brothers, and then you can put them out into the world for people to play. So what this guy's doing is streaming and then having people who join the chat put their levels in, and he's playing their levels live. So And obviously the, the biggest challenge is that you try to make the levels as impossible as fucking, you know, as po- impossible as possible. Not always. Some people, yeah. Other people do just like quirky things. Like one guy did like a 3D maze thing. It was really cool. Another one made a, a almost an exact replica of a concert level just using Mario elements. But it had like the shooters where the guns were in concert and all that stuff. It was really kind of neat. And he, this dude streams two to three hours every day. Can I Can I tell you a Super Mario joke? Please. Why does Super Mario prefer jeans? Uh, I don't know why. Denim, denim, denim. Oh. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, moving on. Um, I. It, it's kind of funny because Fumes prefers Luigi over Mario, so he uses Luigi for all his runs. Because when you play Mario Maker, you can select which character you want to run as and uh-huh. so he he says mario i think he said mario is a poser i forget and it's all joking like he's having fun with it but he's certainly not a mario fan so he he runs with luigi he actually calls the game when he's saying it out loud super luigi maker instead of super mario maker just because he's he's having fun with it and i love it he's a good dude he's a, and he and i have talked privately a few times through um, Facebook Messenger because he is a content creator like we are, and we like supporting content create creators. So I've been trying to support his stream. He is actually listening to Potescue. He's gone back and listened to a few episodes already, and and oh, says he likes what he hears. So you made a fucking new friend. I did. Look at me making friends. Um, you man, it's forty years old making fucking friends. Yeah, right. So. Um, I'm proud of you. Aw, thank you. So, <laughs> go to Fumes Gaming, F-U-M-Z Gaming, on Facebook, and he it's a page. You can like the page and sign up for alerts, and you'll know when he streams. He's actually, I think he's streaming right now. I just, we're recording, so. He should come up with a, when he does a, makes his own website, he should call it Fumigation. I'll tell him that. Um, he's a fun dude, dude. I think you would like him. I, I, I highly recommend if you get a chance to check it out. Because I think you would enjoy just watching him um, play the levels, one. And then two, his commentary as he's playing. Because he's, he's not like overly self-deprecating, but he can be if needs to be. Like if he fucks up, he's not like, oh, well, your level sucks. He's like, oh, no, I'm terrible at this. Like that's the kind of... Um, he blames himself, not not the maker. Yeah, and then sometimes he'll say like, "Hey, you know, to, on a particular level, he'll be like, dude, that's impossible.' But he's not shitty about it to the creator. He'll like, it's meant as like constructive criticism to the person who created the level, right? And he's got a list right now running of like twenty levels he couldn't complete on the stream, and he's gonna do a revenge stream where he's just doing all of those levels, and he's determined to beat them. That's coming up next week, I think. But he's streamed every day except this past Friday for two weeks. Like, every day. So so when he's done with those 20 levels, he's going to live stream his mental breakdown? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, 
but yeah, so so just wanted to get some love to Fumes and his gaming channel. It's a lot of fun. If you like Mario, like I know people that are not into Mario, so you may not enjoy that. But and he is looking at branching out into other games down the road. But right now he's just focusing on Super Mario Maker. So, um, but there's that. And then the other quick thing we should talk about real quick is you've been in Twitter jail for like a week now. <laughs> yeah. Um. I finally experienced what Maddie has, but you know, it it seems like what Maddie Granger went through was a whole lot shorter than what I'm currently going through. Like I'm going through a, all right. First off, what I said was not particularly nice, but I do find it a hundred percent ironic that I was talking shit about Donald Trump on Twitter and Donald Trump, Trump talks shit about everybody on Twitter, and he still has a fucking account. Well, there's an easy answer to that. Don't stoop to his fucking level? Well, there's that, too, but I was going to say he's president, you're not. Um, I mean, not that I would make a better fucking president, but I can at least admit that. Well, but, okay, but the bigger well, the point, point is that the president I, gets I to do really what he fucking, wants. <laughs> but I have been saying a bunch of other shit that were similar. Yeah. And I was really surprised that this one in particular got really kind of red flagged and it constituted as bullying. And and I don't I don't really see it as such. I, I but at the same time, I'm more confused with the fact that I have gotten like a notification saying, uh, give us your email address to validate your your uh, Twitter again. And that just brings me back to the same page again. So I've done that screen where it says like e you know put in your email your your follow up email to receive the uh, notification and I've done that like four times huh so I'm just waiting and I'm like I think there's like unless like Trump personally fucking no. put a like a goddamn like uh, yeah see that's what I'm saying like your I, account, I can tell you this your account is still active um, and, and I know this because I'm able to tag you on things, even though you can't see it right now. Right. Um, whereas when the pot of skew went down for the stupid age thing, I couldn't tag pot of skew. So right. we can still tag you at least. Um, I'm going to see if I can pull up your page now and see if it says anything because I never actually tried we're, to look at your page. I'll show you on my screen what it brings me. Your email address, select that email address you'd like to verify. I will. What is that checkbox underneath? I can't really read the thing next to the checkbox. Let others find you by your email address. Okay. I and I've know. done this. Send email like four or five times. Yeah, It gives me a link. I do the link and then it brings me back to this page every single time. I've closed the app. I, I probably may have to like uninstall it and reinstall it. I don't no, want to do that. I don't think that's it, buddy. Yeah, your account's still active. I just can't look at anything from that one. And to be fair, I mean, our listeners know that the majority of the people of the per of out of the two of us that post from the Potosku Twitter is you. Yeah. But I still have access to it. And I still have occasionally tweet on stuff. But like it was kind of in a weird way, debilitating and refreshing to not be able to go on Twitter hmm. from my own account and be like, maybe I should just not say everything right now. Yeah. But to be fair, I, I was saying, I was, 
everything that I say is something that I would say to the person in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not one of those faceless trolls that hides out behind everybody else. Oh, and I your... really honestly, I think what constitutes the bullying is because Trump was saying some shit. And I just said, you know, you can't read. You're balding. And uh, you, you're a rapist and a racist. And we all know it. Yeah, I, yeah, probably not your smartest move. Um, Everybody else is fucking saying is a goddamn rapist and or a racist. Yeah, and we don't know how many of them also got blocked, so or banned. So I don't, I don't mind if it blocks me. That's fine. That's all. We'll no, no, that's. Tomorrow. I mean, like, what happened to you? We don't know. Uh oh, hold on. What is this? This could be good news. Hold on. What? Okay. No, I I'm hey, waiting. I, I'm I, waiting. I, I, Till Henry joins us to announce this, but holy, about, sh- holy shit! What? It's about, about a certain show. Uh, yeah. Is it about crisis in yeah. Earth? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just saw it. Holy crap! Yeah. I, um, if you are just now seeing it, I'm pretty sure Henry's now seeing it. So or he's already saw it. Let me. Well, still, I'd like to get his live reaction. So don't be shitty about it. Um, <laughs> I'm being shitty. You're being yeah. shitty. Let me. Let's. Uh, let's bring be Henry sh- in because I think he's. I think he's ready to join us. Calling London. Okay, so our brother from across the pond is back with us again. Henry, how are you, my man? I'm fantastic. Great to speak to you both again. We love having you on, Henry. Thanks for joining us. I know uh, we'll get into it in a minute, but I know you had a bit of a rough night. So thank you for still taking the time. Well, I'm still awake, just about. That's good. <laughs> um, and we'll explain why we had you on in a minute, but I just found something out on Twitter as we were getting ready to bring you on that I want to talk about. They are, Enrico and I've talked about this a couple times earlier on other episodes, they're doing the Crisis on Infinite Earths in the Arrowverse, and I just saw they're putting Kevin Conroy in the cow, man. I'm... Uh, I I have been waiting for this moment for years. I cannot I cannot believe it's happening. I think you're not the only one, man. I think we're all been. I cannot wait, but I I am over the moon to know because it's so obvious that he should do it. Yeah, he, he should be old Wayne. It's he's got the look. Obviously, he will have the voice. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be brilliant. I cannot wait for this episode. I love these series so much. Yeah. Well, I love Supergirl, but still. It'll be so great to see. I cannot wait for this. The cast of this, uh, I mean, Brandon Routh, just so many. It's, oh my God. Yeah, speaking wait. speaking to that, Henry, you might appreciate this, a guy I work with, because the <laughs> Brandon Routh thing, they're doing the Kingdom Come Superman. Mm-hmm. And so he gave me the Kingdom Come graphic novel, so I'm in the process of reading that now, because I knew nothing about that. So I'm, right. I'm excited mm-hmm. to, to see it. But uh, yeah, man, these... Greg Berlanti right now can do no wrong, at least in my eyes. So I, I'm excited to see what he's <laughs> coming up with next. But do you guys think it's possible that yep. this leads this leads this uh, to Mark Hamill being a live screen Joker? 
I mean, he's already trickster. Why are you gonna? Why are you gonna just blow my mind up out like, like that and not see that? <laughs> well, yes, he's already. I want to see that. He's already done trickster in that world, so I don't know if they're gonna make That's let him right. do both. But I get your point, buddy. Well, I mean, you could just say this is a Joker from another dimension. Nah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. he's the yeah. cousin of the trickster. They just yeah. happen to look really similar. It's all certainly Would the possible. Age thing be a problem. Not if that not. Uh, not if you have Kevin Conroy playing Batman, they're yeah, going to rip he's right. the True. same age. True. It's a fair point, yep. You could so. have an older, you know, fucking Joker, <laughs> yep. you know, have, like, short-cropped green hair and put some heavy mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. makeup on Mark Hamill. I mean, mm-hmm. when Mark Hamill does the voice, he stretches his grin out, like, you know, <laughs> super wide, so yeah. he's already halfway there. And I think... And I would I would love to see that, a live-action version of him, of I... him playing Joker. That would be brilliant. And I think we got a little bit of that in Cockknocker from Strike Back. <laughs> I, I do. I mean, the, the, yeah. the facial expression, you know what I mean? And Rico, you said, Henry, you, you kind of knew this already, but I'll announce it to you on air. We just released a commentary on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. We did it. Yep. And Rico, you mentioned that during the commentary that he kind of has that Joker sound to his voice. So... He does the joke laugh. He does. He doesn't do the high pitch giggle. He does the. Thought <laughs> <laughs> I'd never find your precious blood game, did you? At night. <laughs> Which, by the way, completely off topic. Just because of Henry's wonderful contribution to your birthday bonanza episode, he needs to hear your Pacino because he's never heard your Pacino. <laughs> I haven't heard this. Well, there's. <gasps> There's two Pacinos I do. I do the young, like Godfather era Pacino. What, what you what you mean, young, just and handsome, and because he was a beautiful man, and just very understated, very relaxed, very eyes. All he's eyes. up here, you know. He's high pitched, and he's uh, more like uh, Fredo. You broke my heart, Fredo. And then as he gets older <laughs> and and lowers it down, it's it, you know because um there's there's the movie Heat. And I, I always yes. go for that as like the, the quintessential Pacino, where he's like, hey, we're sitting here like a couple of regular fellas. You do what you do. I do what I got to do. And and then you get fucking De Niro just, you know, there's another there's another thing about that. Suppose <laughs> I got to put you down. It's like, so there oh. you go. That's that's Pacino. If I got to put you down, brother. You are going down. It's ah. two it's two kings just trying to take the crown from one another. It really is. It's just like who can be the best in this scene? And they're both pretty amazing in that film. Jesus Christ, what a film. I mean, there's the comedian Frank Caliendo who uh says yeah. that Pacino he takes tough he takes little kids' phrases and makes them the tough guy phrases like Liar, liar, your pants on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That is genuinely how me and my mate Jeff we just introduce ourselves. Is literally as we see one another, we will do a, a, a quote from Heat. That is probably the way that yeah, we would just um, read each other. Because she got a ass. You got your head all the way up it. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I mean. You could always go to Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate is always yeah. great. Just you know, just just to watch it, like, 
You're telling me God? You, God's a trickster. God's watching you, and he's laughing his sick fucking ass off. <laughs> so you've that, convinced me. What's that? You've convinced me. Yep, I told you he did a good Pacino. <laughs> I told you that. He's good. Um, he's good. So I, uh, by the way, going back to the Kevin Conroy thing real quick, I do want to say that it was scary for a split second because the reason I found this information out is I was looking up something else on Twitter we were talking about before we brought you on and his name was trending and I was very fucking fearful that something happened and it's only mm-hmm. trending because he's going to be on Infinite Earths so yay Thanks to that um, but I actually have a autograph from uh, Kevin Conroy when I date an American girl she, um, she got it for me from a con that's up on my wall with my Val Kilmer one now very nice. Yeah, you got that Val Kilmer one from the last Comic-Con, and I think that's very awesome. Oh, your your whole yes. whole story about that on, on Twitter and Facebook were awesome. So I do recommend people, if you're not following, go follow Henry James Wentworth I on Twitter and on Facebook, mm-hmm. and he will... The, the details to some of his stories are awesome, so go read those. Um, it, really did, it really did break my heart to meet him, because sad to see someone like that but it was still amazing it was yeah it it really was i got that you and i talked about it personally through chat and i got that vibe from you henry it was it was hard but it's at least he's there and he seems like he's in good spirits and that's a positive thing so he is um he is but i do want to also talk before we get into the um to the to what we're going to talk about tonight you you were at a wedding last night. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Hey man, so I wanted you to how uh, I, how you was, how you feeling? <laughs> well, this morning I thought I was dead. I woke up. And I was like, <laughs> "How the did I manage to wake up from that?" It's a blur. It is an it is a blur. I cannot remember too much of what happened. I do remember one very specific thing though, which I do want to bring up with you guys. I think you might like it. Sure. I distinctly remember the song "Gimme Gimme Gimme" by ABBA coming on, and, <laughs> and I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I did it, but I decided that would be a really good song to do the Randall Shuffle to. That's and, uh, awesome! Hope... Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome! I, I, did the little, I did the little Randall head-shaped shuffle across the... And I hope someone filmed it. I really I... do. I hope someone got that. Okay. If A, if they did, B, you got to get it, and C, we need to share it. That's all I'm saying. But... Uh, I will find it if it exists. If it exists, I need to see that. Um, yeah. Do you want to... It must have looked ridiculous. I mean, good. Oh. I see. I think I think that's a prerequisite to be at a wedding is to look ridiculous. Like I think you <laughs> I think you've required. Um 
Tell us who got married, though. Give some love to the newlyweds. Of course I will, absolutely. Well, now now her name is uh, Sophie Zaidman. Her name, uh, her name yesterday was Sophie Short, and she is my absolute best friend. I mean, big time. Just She was supposed to be uh, Joe in uh, Chasing Leia, but a few things fell through there with the wedding coming up and everything. But she is my absolute best friend, and her, and her new hubby, Louie, much love to the pair of you. I mean, I don't know if you're ever going to hear this. If um, I'll, I'll send it to you, but much love to the pair of you. Go live happily ever after. W- with all respect to her new husband, it sounds like she traded down in last names. It sounds like it was easier prior, but hey, it happens sometimes. <laughs> what are you going to do? So... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hey, I, I always feel bad when women get married and they take on like a, a, a more complicated, not that his is complicated, but I, I know people that have gone from like Smith to some crazy Polish last name that's almost impossible to spell. Like I've known people that have done that, you know. We are part of skew, do not condone <laughs> CJ's uh, <laughs> opinion of Polish last names. Um, I was using it as an, <laughs> an example. Um. Anyway, so... Let's let's put it this way. I think she's happy with it. I think she's I'm happy with it. I'm sure she is. Night. And all <laughs> kidding aside, we're very happy for them, even though we don't really know them. I'm sh- I I love weddings. I do. Um, I, actually, doesn't Randall have a uh, no? Maybe it's about funerals. Is that I hate? I love weddings, but I hate gatherings. I think or something. Isn't it's, that my like, paraphrasing? Hate, I hate people, but I love gatherings. Isn't okay. That <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm. <laughs> paraphrasing but it works um that said speaking of kevin before we because our topic tonight isn't kevin centered but there is a story he told on both fat man beyond and on uh babylon that i kind of want to forward because it's a pretty cool story especially based on with his revelation about how he and Affleck reconnected which by the way Henry we need to ask you very quickly regardless of Kevin's version of the story do you think our hashtag had anything to do with it I don't think it didn't help let's look at it that way I don't think in any way it didn't help the situation so yeah now work it out yeah it is a good thing that's a positive thing at the end of it right I think any kind of positive and friendly and warm reception for the pair of them to get back together or you know rekindle whatever they had brilliant absolutely brilliant i agree i agree yeah so um that said the story he tells on on both fat man beyond and babylon is he was getting a random number calling him for multiple months rico have you heard any of this or is this news to you no. No, but I'd like to apologize to Kevin personally for calling him nonstop. Um, <laughs> um, but he, no, so he was getting, he was getting these phone calls, and and like most people, because I'm this way too. If he gets a number he doesn't recognize, he doesn't answer it. And right. what he brought up, and I don't think I ever knew, was apparently his number got published on Twitter at some point. So that's really? another reason why he, yeah. Um, or he said online, I'm assuming it was Twitter or Instagram or one of those things. So apparently his phone number got, and he didn't change it. So if he doesn't um, know it, he doesn't answer, but he's also not cleared out his voicemail. So anyone that calls can't leave a voicemail because it's full. So he's been getting this phone call and he said it's been almost weekly for months. And it's like once a week, maybe twice a week, you know, or every so often, twice a week. 
And finally, the number texted him. It called him again last week, and then he didn't answer, and then it texted him. And I forget what the... I think it said, hey, I have some pictures for you. And then it was signed, as he said it, B-dubs. Spelled out B-E-E-D-U-B-S. And he sat there, and he's like, who do I know that B-dubs? And Mark chimed in and went, Bruce Wayne? And he goes, well, yes, but I don't think he has my number. Um, and then he said it had clicked, and it was Willis. Bruce Willis has been reaching out to him for at least six months weekly, trying to talk to him. And finally, I, what's that? I think the most important thing to notice is this, is that Bruce Willis, it takes Bruce Willis six months to learn how to text, and he also refers to himself <laughs> as b Well, okay, I... <laughs> Two things. One, I don't know that maybe Kevin didn't call him that at some point during Cop Out and just blocked it out because of how traumatic the experience was. So that might be where the nickname comes from. Um, as far as learning how to text, he might have known how to text. He just didn't do it for whatever reason. I don't know. So that said, apparently they had like a 10-minute conversation. And Kevin seems pretty re- receptive to rekindling on that relationship assuming I guess Bruce doesn't get shitty on him again but he didn't say that he didn't say that either way that's totally my opinion but he he doesn't strike me as the kind of person to hold grudges Kevin Smith I mean Bruce Willis maybe but I just can't imagine him holding grudges I just think that it would be just tedious for him I, I think that if someone wrongs him or if something like that I think he just wore off and ducks back he just doesn't really care about it I agree with you, Henry, except that I feel like there are some exceptions, and I would have, before this announcement, if you will, I would have considered Bruce to be one of them, because I think Lovitz is another one. I don't think Lovitz is something that will ever be rekindled, you know? He he did he did say, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this before, but when I asked him the question at the Prince Charles Cinema in London, I said to him, what is your favorite film that you've ever made? And he, he actually spoke about Cop Out briefly. He said, like, don't get me wrong, there's a certain part of me which will always love Cop Out, but, you know, Bruce Willis. So I think even then, in November 2018, he still was, I don't know about bitter, but not in the best of or friendly terms with him. Like, yeah, really I, not. I get the feeling, based on what he said on the two shows, that I think he'd be okay with being friendly with them, but I don't think he'd ever want to work with them again. I kind of got sure. that. He didn't say those words, but that, that was mm-hmm. kind of implied in the things he did say. And, mm-hmm. and I think he was going out of his way to not be shitty about it because he genuinely seemed kind of touched that they were able to reconnect. Like it, it, I, I don't know if he's still coming off the high of Affleck or what, but, or, <laughs> or just being high in general. But, um, you know, he, he definitely seemed open to the idea. And that was a pretty cool thing. So I wanted to kind of bring that up real quick on the show because it would, we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't mention that uh that happened rico do you have any more mm-hmm. thoughts on it before we move on i'm just trying to imagine I, what i don't want is i don't want like cop out too with a vengeance or some fucking shit agreed no. yeah um if, if it were to happen kev's gotta write it that's my only uh take although as much as i didn't like that film i do love tracy morgan in that film you know, which just is, running around being the opposite of Bruce Willis. Yeah, which is interesting <laughs> because you mentioned during the commentary last week that you weren't the biggest Tracy Morgan fan. 
I'm not a big Tracy Morgan fan, but I love the way he talks. Right. Because everybody wants to get pregnant by me. Like, that's... <laughs> right. That's, he just has this great... He's just a little kid in a grown-ass man's body. Just like, I love Legos! You know what I love? I love Legos and getting bitches pregnant! Like, that's, yeah. that's what, I, what I imagine Tracy Morgan just running around in Streets of LA, Streets of LA just like, I want me some chicken! And to get girl pregnant. Well, yeah, and I kind of wonder if um, that if that's, I mean, that accident he had a while back really kind of messed with him because it almost killed him. The one who was yeah. right here in, in Jersey of all places, you know. So he I think it's like something that before that. What's that? He sounded like that before that. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm wondering if the accents actually kind of toned him down from that. Because he hasn't, I've seen him in a few things. He's on a new show called The Last OG on, uh, in the States, it's TNT, Henry. I don't Uh-oh. know if you would get it over there. but And he's a little more, like, subdued in that show. So. so it's being like, I want to get girls pregnant. He's like, I want to ask them on a date. Well. That's how, that's how slow, <laughs> that's how calm down. He's like, I just want to ask for them for the number. And then maybe get them pregnant. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I know before we move on to the last thing before we move into tonight's topic, um, Rico, you mentioned you and Henry had a conversation about Muse in, at Hogwarts, I think, and you wanted to talk about it. So This, this is actually <laughs> one of the funniest things that he and I have ever come up with. Uh, um, so <laughs> he said to me, can you imagine Jay at Hogwarts? First off, just the concept, it's like, well, Jay's not British, too, he's blah, 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 blah. But for the sake of blending realities, let's go for it. And then his quote was, I'm going to fuck this witch, I'll fuck that witch. And I was like, that's that's a good start. Let's let's." And then I made this whole long, I did a couple long monologues. I did, um, check it out, Lunchbox, it's that little bitch Harry Pothead. Don't that, don't that cocksmoker owe me four canuts? Hey there, Hermione, you're looking fine as hell. I want to flick your every flavor bean, catch your golden snatch. And look at this fucking bitch. Abelforth, yo, this motherfucker ain't one of us. He said, fucking goat. <laughs> and I said, dude, he probably would call McGonagall boo-boo kitty fuck. And then <laughs> um, Henry said they would hang out outside Honeydukes. <laughs> Bob still wears his long school robes. Hey, you, Silent Bob, check out this Hodor-looking motherfucker. Meaning Hagrid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, hang on, there's, there's more. Um, damn, Ron, how'd you get with that fine-ass Hermione? You roof your ass with some love potion number 69? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then he said, you know, there's a million fine-looking pure-blood women in the world, dude, but they won't all bring you chocolate frogs in Transfiguration class. Most of them will just imperious curse you. <laughs> All right, and then I think this is the one that sort of ended it properly. Um, yo, holy fuck, dude! It's that dude who voices God without a cock. My name is Professor Snape, and what are you two doing on out on a day like this? Rolling fatty, smoking bloods. Who smokes bloods? And then later, honestly, Professor Dumbledore, it was gillyweed. We were going to stick our faces in the lake and look at some mermaids doing some lesbo shit and some clam titties flopping around. <laughs> well, okay, so we've hit a whole new low on Potter's 
Well, no, because the implication is because Alan Rickman is in both of them, so he would recognize. Yeah, it's like holy shit, dude! It's the fucking voice of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I got wow. it. I got it. Okay. You, you are a fucking stiffy motherfucker. I guess I am. I don't know. Um, find that shit funny. It was. I was laughing. I'm sorry. I wasn't like belly laughing at it. On, what, on the fucking inside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Laugh on the outside, you fucking motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Henry, I actually will share with you real quick. I don't want to ruin too much of the episode for you, but there's one idea we kicked around during the commentary for Strike Back that I would love to get your feedback on. Um, You know the part where they're in the van and Jay's deciding whether or not he wants to bring his cock out and show it to Shannon and Elizabeth, and the the devil show up, and then eventually the angel showed up. When that happened, I said to Rico, instead of Jay in the angel's suit, and I get why it's Jay, because generally it's a vision of yourself as an angel and the Mm -hmm. devil. That's the old, you know, trope. But what if they had brought Rickman back as Metatron and had him standing (laughs) there instead? And then Rico took it a step further and said it should have been Bartleby and Loki on either shoulder, and that's their punishment, work, yes. and that should have been their punishment for what they did during dogmas. That they, through the rest of their lives, have to be Jay's conscience until he dies. That's a pretty horrendous punishment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine being being in that guy's head, Jesus Christ. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so Ben Affleck just like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> He's just, and, like, so. and then, like, Matt Damon be like, I fucking told you, dude. Didn't I fucking tell you? So. <laughs> you do not insult Alanis Morrison. Yeah, right? Um, all right. So, getting on to tonight's topic and the reason we had Henry join us. Henry likes to do things on Twitter and Facebook. And this is not the first time you've done this, but this is the first one I really wanted to bring you a, on board for. And that's not mm-hmm. meant as a negative on the previous ones, but this one just really kind of like hit me in that way that it was like, we got to have you on. Yeah. He, and I'm going to read your tweet, um, verbatim. I've got it right up in front of me here. It says, all right, people, all Marvel films are rated PG 13 slash 12. So I'm guessing that's the UK rating. We have we have the BBFC. The okay. your guys PG thirteen would be our twelve. Okay, meaning they are allowed to one f bomb. Kevin Feige chooses not yeah. to use said f bomb, so I want to hear where you'd put them. I'm expecting gold from you guys, and you listed off us and a bunch of other people. Uh, our our fan Jay being one of them. Um, so just quick shout out to Jay, but um. I decided because I think you would have been fine based on the tweet and and you correct me it's your tweet but i think it would have been okay if we'd given you like one or two examples in the replies and just called it a day like i think that's what you were looking for i took it a step further and said let's do all fucking 22 movies and try to come up with our own f-bombs and every one of them and making an episode and then of course we had to have you on board so awesome one of the first things i want to get into before we actually start inserting the f-bombs into these movies is I I did a little bit of research and I wanted to share with you Rico or um, Henry is that in in America with PG thirteen from what I can find you're actually allowed two now okay, fair enough I don't know what the rules are with you said the BBFC if I heard you correctly yeah yep that's right that's all so guys. I I I didn't even know that that was the governing body over there mm-hmm. so I I I don't know if the rules are the same so. For the purpose of our conversation, 
It might be. For the purpose of our conversation, we're going to allow up to two, not required, <laughs> but we're going to allow up to two. And then I also have the list of the Marvel Cinematic Universe here in order of release. So I figure let's just start with Iron Man and work our way through. Anyone got sure. any objections? No, not at all. Okay. Um, we're allowed to have duplicates for what that's worth. If we all think the same thing is a great choice, then let's fucking <laughs> do it. And if we have other options, then, you know, or even just like alternates just because it could be fun, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. Henry, it was your list, my man. So why don't we let you start this one? Yep, sure. I mean, just before we do start, I've always yeah. looked at an F-bomb in a movie being for three reasons. To be funny to be serious, or it's just because it's the way the, the, that particular character talks. Now, okay. nobody in the Marvel Cinematic Universe always, you would imagine, always drops an F-bomb. So it will pretty much always be either a comedy reason or a serious reason. For me, it couldn't be Stark. It would be Stain. And the, where, I would, where I put the F-bomb in the original Iron Man is where Jeff Bridges is going crazy. Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave with a box yeah. of fucking scraps! Yeah, That's I... where it would be. For me, Henry, I'm right there with you. The only thing for me is I would have put it earlier in the sentence. I would have said Tony Stark made this in a fucking cave, but same <laughs> same sequence. I'm right there yeah, with exactly. you. Yeah, that was that's gonna, where it would be. That was going to be one of mine. Yeah, well, and that's fine. We're allowed to agree. I know Rico. I know you had another one for Iron Man because you kind of shared that with me in our pre-show meeting. Just that one. So, truth is, I am fucking Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. See, that would work too. I think that. Yeah, of course it would. I mean, there's a he couple would be the of spots, though. To say that sort of thing. There are a couple of spots it would, you know, where it would it would fit. Like when it's him and, and um, uh, what's his name? Yesen. Uh, the guy in the cave with him. Yesen. 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 Um, and they're talking to. Before they find out who the actual head of the group is, and they're talking to the guy with the beard who I don't think has a name. And. No. And he says, he's Jensen's translating, and he says, you know, once you build the missile, he'll let you go. And he shakes his hand, and he goes, no, he won't. He could be like, no, he fucking won't. I mean, that would be another spot <laughs> for it, I think. So, I have another one true. where it's in the, uh, the I don't know what the fuck it's called, the, the giant-ass jeep that they're going through in, like, mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that one of the uh, soldiers is a woman. Ah. So he says, good, good guy, you're a fucking woman. There you go. That would be a good spot for it. I give you that. It could also be when he's breaking out, when he's breaking out of the cave and they're all firing at him and then he just looks around at them all. He could go, my turn, motherfucker. And then start yeah. burning up the place. There, yeah, and that's something I should have said before we started is like, we're not limited to fuck. It, motherfucker is a an allowable substitute for fuck during this list as far as I'm concerned. No, well, you gonna... can't say motherfucker in a 12 film. Well, if you're going to use motherfucker, it's got to be done by Samuel Jackson. And luckily, yes, Samuel Jackson, period. Yeah. So you could say, um, Tony Stark says, who the hell are you? Nick Fury, motherfucker, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> right. And to your to your point, Henry, from earlier about no one in the MCU would talk that way, I have to disagree with one exception, and that's Nick Fury. Nick Fury would most fair definitely fair talk enough. that yeah. way. Um, motherfucker. Yeah. Other than that, I, Jackson. The other, other than that, I probably agree with you, but I think he's the one exception that would talk that way <laughs> on a regular basis. So, and that's just because, because yeah. if you've heard 
Sam Jackson read go to sleep or was it go to sleep or whatever? That yeah. proof right there. Anyway. Go, yeah. Walk to sleep. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's so awesome. Um, moving forward, though, because we've got a lot of movies to get through. The Incredible Hulk. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi. All new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie. I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is next. Now, this one's tough. I got to say, I just got to say on this one, you're on your own. I, the only person <laughs> Thanks, Henry. You two are on your own on this one because the only person dropping an F-bomb with that was me at the end of it. What the fuck? <laughs> what was all that about? I'm sorry, guys. You're on your own on this one. You're taking it. Um. Yeah, this one's tough. I. I... No, it's not that tough. Okay, what do you got? Hulk fucking Thatch! Well, does he say that in that movie? No, I don't think he says that. I don't think Hulk yeah, Smash is said until Avengers. No, I thought says, it was Avengers as well. No, he says Hulk Smash and he fucking sm- he smashes and, and fucks up uh, giant-ass Tim Roth. Okay, maybe during the fight sequence okay, with, yeah. a, with he has Abomination. Lines. He says, leave me alone, Betty, and then Hulk Smash. Okay. I do not remember that. The only it's been, it's been a while since I've seen that film. I actually like the movie, so that's I yeah, no, and I said that to Henry too. I I do like the movie too. Um my my immediate thought was actually the non sex scene sex scene we had between Betty and <laughs> Banner where he like stops her and She's like, "Are you sure?" And it could have been her. Being like, "Are you are you fucking sure?" <laughs> you know. So that's the only one that <laughs> kind of came to me off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. You got you anything know, else? Three. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross would probably have an f bomb somewhere in them. Yeah, that's another guy that could potentially be in his lexicon because he just seems like that much of a douche. But um, <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, "Don't make me," because he fucks up his Portuguese. He says, "Don't make me hungry." You wouldn't like it when I'm fucking hungry? Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, so it's on a shame, Iron Man 2. Really quick, it's a shame they couldn't make that work, because I actually really liked Ed Norton as as Banner. I did. Um, I was a fan. Um, mm. So, moving on, Iron Man 2 is now where, where we're at. And yep. there's a couple places I feel like it could fit in on this one. Um I'm trying to think of the actual lines, but the for me the the dialogue between at the end when Rhodey's suit's been rebooted and they're trying to figure out how to fight the guys that are coming in, like mm-hmm. you know, oh, just because you know, because you uh, what is it? Um, because you have the biggest fucking gun doesn't make you the big fucking gun. <laughs> you know, that would have been. Yep, that could work. That's a good one. What do you got, Rico? Well, 
the remember the senator? Uh, oh, stand up, stand He does what actually drop the f bomb. He's Cannon. right. He yeah, does he drop an f bomb. Yeah, he says, "Fuck you, Mister Stark. Fuck you, buddy, or whatever." What he says, but isn't yeah. it beeped out? I think it's it's, out. it is beeped yeah, out. Yeah, okay. If you read his lips, you can tell what he's saying. Oh, it's yes, oh, it's no, obvious. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. obvious what he's saying. But I'm I was just yeah. trying to remember from an audio perspective if it was beeped out or not. All right, yes, I, I, I got one for Iron Man too. I don't yeah. know if you, I don't know if you uh, don't understand this, but I don't fucking speak Russian. <laughs> yes, wonderfully yes, done, Rico. I like that. That was good. Mm-hmm. He's like, we got you the fucking bird, man. <laughs> yeah, I Sam Rockwell is. Oh, drastically so in underrated role. in that seat in he that is. role. I, he was awesome. Apparently, wait, can I ask you guys about something not related to what we're doing here, Shoot. but it's it's Marvel related? Apparently, there's a scene shot somewhere of um, Ben Kingsley as Tony Sattery slash the Mandarin yes. talking to I Sam Rockwell in jail. jail. Does this yes. exist anywhere? Like, can I find this yes, on YouTube? Does. It does. It's one of the one shots on the DVD extras. I think it's around the time of the release of Iron Man three, so you're gonna have to find it. But yes, it does exist. Is it on Iron Man three special thing? I'm not sure if it is. It might be a different one. But essentially, what it is, it's it's they're trying to say that the Mandarin isn't really Ben Kingsley. That right. Basically, they're trying to say, yeah, the, the because I think the fan reaction was a bit too harsh. That yeah, the Mandarin could still be out. There. And with the new films being announced, it looks like we're, we're going to game. Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited about that. But yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. I just had to ask because I just heard about it. I literally uh-huh. just heard about that yesterday or the day before. Like I'd never even heard about it. And Rico, we've never talked about it, so it was news to me. Mm-hmm. I, I got I got one more for Iron Man Two. Go for oh, it. I got mine. Yeah. Oh yeah, Henry. Uh, Matt, I need to ask you to vacate the fucking donut. <laughs> oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. That could be his. But I, no, can, we, can, can a I, little bit different. Can I throw one more out before you hit yours, sure. Henry? Um, sure, when they are, because you reminded me of his sequence, Rico. When, when Henry or Henry, Christ, sorry. When Iron Man's talking to uh, Fury about his father, and he's like um, trying to think of the line, he goes, you know, oh, he just blanked on the line. But when he's he was saying cold, like, he was calculating, no, no, no. Earlier is like, you know when he's talking about you knew him better than I did, that doesn't compute for me or something like that. I feel like it would fit in there. I forget the line now. So anyway, Henry, you do yours. Forget it. Right. Right. Mine would be uh, Eddie Murphy style from Trading Place. Is when um, Stark is destroying the mansion and um, Rhodey puts the suit on. I'm only going to say this once. Get the fuck out. There you go. Oh, my God. That's right. obvious. Yeah, that'd be where I put it. So I think... Based on the order, we're now on Thor. Are you? Oh, yes. yeah. We're on Thor. So, mm-hmm. this is another one I don't remember very well, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dialogue wasn't awfully remarkable. My one comes from uh, Darcy on this one. Uh, the one... Kat Dennings, is that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my one would be... You know, when he's, you know when he's shirtless? And look, I'm straight, but look at him. Jesus Christ, that guy's hot. But, no, for <laughs> me, it would be... Um, it would be when... Yeah, when she's looking at him, it would be... You know, for a crazy homeless guy, he's pretty f- fucking cut. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep, that's my uh, Rico. I'm 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 going through this on on uh, IMDb. I'm going through the quotes and trying to find some inspiration. The problem is, is uh, it's it's 
throwing in an F-bomb and a lot of Shakespearean type of fucking jargon. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's true. I mean, for example, it's like, know your place. Know your fucking place, brother. Yeah, like, see, I, <laughs> I feel like you can't do anything before he comes to Earth. Like, that just... Yeah, it would have it would have to be Earth based. Um, you just can't imagine Anthony Hopkins talking like that. Well, no, I've I've heard him. <laughs> he can throw it out when he needs to. But yeah, I know <laughs> what you're saying. Um, I, yeah, I don't really <clears throat> think I have one for this. I mm. you know, I'm sure it's a pretty un- it's it's a pretty unremarkable script. Let's be honest, it wasn't the best of theirs. No, no, I mean, uh, I I don't think I have one for Thor. Rico, I'm determined. Got... I'm determined to find a good one. Hey, bear with mm-hmm. me, guys. Okay. Um, I probably should do what you're doing, Rico, because honestly, some of these early movies, I don't remember all the dialogue that well. So. Okay, I got one. All right. It's when the doctor puts an IV in on him. He says, "How fucking dare you attack the son of Odin?" There you go. <laughs> yes, that's good. Okay, um, <laughs> next, uh, the first cap, Captain America, the first Avenger. This was a really hard one as well, because let's be fair here, 1942, I think that film set, not an awful lot of people are going to be swearing an awful lot. I mean, all right, yeah, you're at war, fair enough, but this was a harder one for me. Well, since my dad was born in 38, I can I can vouch that they were saying fuck in 1944. <laughs> no, because this is this isn't World War Two; it's World War One, if I recall. No, no, you're... no, no it's World War Two. Is it two? Okay, my yeah, fault. It is two. Because you fight the no, Germans in both forward. wars. Just to be clear, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's right. But no, the one I went for was um, Colonel Phillips. Is that his name? The one played by uh, Tommy Lee Jones. You know when um, he's basically talking to. Uh, I forget the I forget the name of the uh, the one played by Stanley Tucci who gives him the injection um, when he throws the grenade and then he throws himself on it. I think I think it should be he looks over at Tucci and just goes, mm, "He's still fucking skinny." <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. I got I got one same same character. He says, cool. "I ain't Thank fucking you. kissing you." <laughs> Say it again, Rico. It didn't come through. I ain't fucking kissing you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I'm wait- I'll just wait for them to tell me. All right, I <laughs> I have one. It's not great, but I I have one. Um, there's two of them actually. I got right here, and they're both between Bucky and Steve. The first one's talking about the Super Soldier formula, and Bucky asked him if it hurt, and or no, and Bucky would be for me. It'd be like Bucky, be like, did it fucking hurt? You know, nothing great, but you know. The other one for me is, um, actually, this is a good one. I like, I, he would never do it. Cap would never do it, but this one would, this is why I'm going to pick it because it would be so out of character. But Peggy <laughs> says to him, you can't give me orders. And the original line is the hell I can. I'm captain instead of hell. Just the fuck I can. I'm a captain. So. <laughs> All right. I, I, I do have one and I agree that Captain America would never say this, but yeah. just imagine. I could fucking do this all day. There you go. I like <laughs> yeah. it. That one. Yeah. There we go. Victory. Let's that move on. Um, next one yeah, in the works. list is the Avengers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I think I I might have the winner on this one, but I will go last. So you guys okay. one of I, you pick and go. 
Because I think that one of you two are going to steal my original one, I'm going to go for a slightly different one. I'm going to go for the one when Black Widow meets um, Bruce Banner while he's still while he's still uh, exactly that human, and as they're going round and round in circles, and then he screams at her. Mum would be, ah. "Stop fucking lying to me!" There you go. I like that. Yeah. That's not where I was going, but I like yeah. it. Very well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rico. Um, beauty, fucking god. Ah, that that would be a yep. good one. I would love that yep. one. Um, I think I have. I still think I have the winner, though. I do. Um, Coulson's just been stabbed by the the thi- by Loki with the. <laughs> I know what you're gonna do. And he shoots him with that gun, and he goes. So that's what that fucking does. <laughs> that okay? Yeah. That's that's my line from that one. But there's a couple good ones in there. I like. What's uh, that? I'm actually surprised you didn't take my original one. I'm gonna, what? I'm gonna yeah. do the original one now, please. Because my my original one was gonna be, um, I have an army. Yeah, we have a fucking Hulk. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's that's and that could be used again. I mean, not to take any of your thunder, but that could be used again in uh, Infinity War because Loki yeah, said, delivers the same this line is, at the beginning. This is true. So, um. But yeah, there, there's a couple there's a couple areas where you know Tony could have dropped an f bomb. I feel like that whole dialogue mm-hmm. sequence when they're starting to yes. fight, when he yeah. says, "Get this," you know, you know, You're put on the suit. Rogers, everything special about you came out of a fucking bottle. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. You yeah. know, it's like a but. That's I, thing. Coulson delivering that line, dying with the gun in his lap, I think would be awesome. It would be because it would be so you just wouldn't expect it from a mild mannered character like Coulson. But at the same time, you kind of would like that would be the mm. one that would be the least surprising to me. But I get the point you're making. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> it's just interesting. So Rico, do you have any more yep. with that one, or do we, should we move on to Iron Man three? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find a really good one. I I have one. I know I'm probably gonna fuck up the line, but it's um, sir, I'm gonna need you to drop the fucking spare. <laughs> oh yep. yeah. I actually I I do have another one that just occurred to me that I think would be fun, and that's. After, after the Hulk has fallen off the plane and crashed through the building, and the old security guard's talking to him, and he goes, "Well then, son, you've got a fucking condition." <laughs> I think that would be. That's uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. Um, all right, I got one more, and it's so funny because he would never say this. Sure, it's by Stan Lee. He would say, "Superheroes." In New York, give me a fucking break. There you go. <laughs> yep. There you go. That could be a good one. Yep. Have we ever heard Stan curse? Has that ever been anywhere? I don't think he knows how to curse. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore. I think he was. T- oh. Yeah, oh, right? Oh, right? Ow. I well, don't think that there- man knew how to curse. He was I, too, I, I, too I, kind, I, too good natured. According to Kevin, he did say, like, when Kevin, like, sent him dialogue, Stan Lee, for Mallrats, Stan Lee said, I would never say this shit. Oh, well, there you go. He did say that. I remember that now that yeah. he mentioned okay, it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. Iron Man 3. Uh, yeah, another this tough a, one. This was another hard one. Yeah, I agree. I did get one, though. I do have one. Hang go on. for it. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it on my, um, ah, here we go. It's when um, it's when Stark and Rhodey are interrogating. Um, what was his name? 
Trevor Slattery, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, not a great one, not a very remarkable one, but it's um, Rhodey would point the gun at him and say, Tony, I swear to God, I'm going to blow this guy's fucking face off. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. That's good. Yep. Yep. I think a Rhodey could say something like that. Um, could be put. Do we think Tony would curse at a child? Do we think he's that depraved? He, he calls, he said, don't need, don't need to be a pussy about it. That's true. Yeah. Because I was just thinking about... He's in, pretty, he's in a pretty bad way as well. I was just thinking about when... when um, What's the kid's name? Rico, you've said it before. Harley. Harley. Harley's standing there. He's all cold and he's like, but I'm cold. And he goes, yeah, I know I can tell because we're fucking connected. And then drives off. <laughs> that would be a pretty good... Yep. On the flip side, when he talks to the blonde kid with the glasses, he's like, I fucking loved you in A Christmas Carol. Or Christmas there you story. go. There you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, let me, let me, let's try and find one more. Um, I feel like something with this sequence, uh, I, or, or something with Pepper about the bunny. I could see that, you know, <laughs> I got to find one with, uh, with the Mandarin. Some people call me a fucking terrorist. I consider myself a teacher. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait, wait, right. He said it on the broadcast though. That's the question. And he says, um, "Well, you don't know who I am. You don't know where I am, and you'll never fucking see me coming." There you go. Yep. There you go. That could work. That's a good one. Because now I know we're getting to almost everybody's least favorite, and that's Thor: The Dark World. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say fucking Thor: The Dark World. That's that's. that's <laughs> I, I I don't know. I genuinely don't know i where do you can anyone can you even remember a line of dialogue let alone put an f-bomb in there genuinely can you remember a line because i can't dude i'm trying to type in thor the dark world on imdb and it came back why (laughs) (laughs) i mean no it didn't yeah the only i i don't know the to your point um henry i don't know the dialogue but there's two sequences i can think of where it might fit if i knew what the dialogue was Mm-hmm. And the one would be where um, Natalie Portman's character finds that like that space in that building where like things float, just yeah. in more of like that shock kind of fuck, like what what the fuck is this kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, or when Loki finds out his mom got killed. Yeah, that's probably the one the one scene that stands out for Ego. That was a pretty sad sequence. So yeah, yeah. Those are- it, it really burnt it really burnt me as well that film because first one's to feature London. I wanted it to be a good one, so. Yeah. Yeah. Which, oh, wait, by the we way, had some, we've had some good ones in London now. <clears throat> True. Are you uh, are you caught up on Potterskew? Uh, pretty much. I think I've I think I've um, got them all. Which one? No, because on our far from home one, I mentioned how you sent me the picture of the building, yes. and I just yeah. I, I, on on my way back from the wedding today, I actually drove over Tower Bridge. I took some photos for you. I'll send them over in a bit. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, if I ever make it to fucking London, we're having more than a few pints together. That's all I'm saying. Um, oh, awesome. No, definitely, man. But, uh, yeah, so let's move on to the next one, Thor. No, I, I got one for oh, Thor the Dark. Hit me. There we go. Yeah. Go ahead. Jane Foster slaps Loki. That was for fucking New York. I like it. Yep. That's a I good like one. it. Let's that's a good one. <laughs> Victory. I really should be keeping a list of the winners. I didn't think of that now it's too late but anyway um what's after the dark world what's that what's after throw the dark worlds at uh the winter soldier uh the winter soldier okay yeah, yeah. um 
Winter Soldier, look, I, I'll be honest. I went back and watched Winter Soldier, like, last week, and it just doesn't do anything for me. Like, that, I oh, struggle with that man. one. No, I, I love that one. I, I'm I not, really, really I'm, love that one. Keep in mind, Henry, I'm not saying <laughs> it's bad or that it, it's, you know, mm-hmm. like, not a good film. Like, I, I get, you know, I get it, but just to me, it doesn't, it doesn't hit me like some of these other ones do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. That's fair. It was the changing point for me. It was a turning point for Cap. It was because uh, I didn't really like him up until that point. It was the one that really made me feel, oh, hang on. No, this guy's got a story. This guy's you got know, something I want to pay attention to. It's so funny you say that because the one that turned it for me was it started in Civil War, but it was yeah. it was Infinity War that turned it for me on Cap. Like, mm-hmm. he was yeah, fair on, enough fucking badass in that movie but we'll get there so um the only thing i can think of for me because i'll get i'll get mine out of the way and then i'll shut up because the only one that stands out for me is the elevator and he's like before we get started does anyone want to fucking get off you know (laughs) that's the only the only thing that really jumps out for me yep henry i mean for me i'm going with uh, samuel l jackson when he's in the car after oh, uh, he's being shot at, yeah, and and um, he's saying he's saying uh, get me get me Maria Hill. Communications are down. Get me off the road. Flight systems are down. Well, what the fuck is not damaged? Yeah, that's right. good. I like that, Henry. Good, good call. Yep, I've got two. Go ahead. On your fucking left. Oh, <laughs> it would never be. He'd never yes. do it because it's cap. But I yep. get it, man. Yeah, actually, you know what? Can I? Can I piggyback off that real quick, Rico? Because to me, it's more fitting. And it's when he's coming up on him like the third time and he's like, don't do it. Don't say it. Instead of it, don't fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Don't you say it. Don't you fucking say it. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. And again, because it's super hilarious to imagine Stanley swearing. He's just, yeah. oh, man, I am so fucking fired. There you yeah. go. There That's you go. Fantastic. That's a brilliant like one. Yeah. Um. Next one is Guardians. Now, oh, man. this where one. Put it in this one. It, it's more like where doesn't this fit? Because yeah. like, it's I, I. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming, captivating, a delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. I think if they... Go ahead. I I gotta say, ironically enough, the one that I chose isn't even from one of the Guardians. Okay, that's I didn't fair. Even get one of the guardians saying the f bomb. Okay, my one would be at the end where Star Lord's doing the dance off. Yep, and everyone is just looking at him in utter shock, just like, 
And Ronan would just look at him and just say, what the fuck are you doing? See, yeah, and that's funny because one of mine was the flip side of that one. He tells him, he's like, fucking dance off, bro. You know, <laughs> that that was my end. Yep. All right, you want to yeah. hear mine? Yeah, I got a couple, but go. go. Ahead. I am fucking Groot. <laughs> I knew one of you was going to do it. I, I knew it was coming. <laughs> um, But see, there's a couple more I can think of. Like, first off, you to your again to your point from earlier, Henry, like about there not being many people in the universe that would talk like that. Rocket, Rocket, Rocket. would would speak like that. Yeah, Rocket would. So like, there's a lot of space for him to do it. Um, uh, I, I yeah, I, I got I got one for Rocket. I've just thought of ain't no fucking thing like me except me. There you go. Oh. I like that one. Yeah, that's good. Now I'm standing happy. We're all standing around, bunch of fucking jackasses standing in a circle. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> I like it. That's See, that's fantastic. what I'm saying. Like, it, it fits with Rocket more than anybody else. Like, I got, does, I got, yeah. I got another. See, as you were saying earlier, Henry, about how fuck is used for comedic or, <laughs> or to make it serious, I got one where it's kind of like sad and depressed. It's like, call me <laughs> Star Lord. Who? Fucking Star Wars. Star Lord, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Star Lord. I mean, but there's all kinds of sequences. Like like when he goes to get the, the when he's yelling at him, put the head the headphones down. You know, put the fucking headphones yep. down. Yep, that's right. you know, like I mean there's there's that the only one I can't think would use an F-bomb would be Drax. I can't imagine him swearing, because I think he's literally exactly that too literal. So I don't right, think he'd understand I, swearing. I have Unless to agree. he's talking about literally fucking. He's like, <laughs> yeah. My, my yeah. Wife. I fucked my wife. You fucked yeah. my wife? Yeah, okay. Yep. Children were astounded by it. Uh, you fucked my wife? Anyway. Fuck my wife. <laughs> um, yeah, I, but there's a couple that I think those are, um, yeah, I think those are, those are probably the best. We, I, I don't know if there's a better one. I'm trying to find another one. Um, I think we're all in agreement. Oh, I, it's probably I, gonna... I do have one more. One more. And it's when Ronan's talking to Thanos. And Thanos goes, the only thing that... was it? The only thing that bothers me, boy, is fucking you. You know, or something to that effect. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Could be in there. Well, here's the thing. Rocket Raccoon says freaking. So he yes. says, we're the fucking guardians of the galaxy. Yeah, mm-hmm. or... Actually... To your to yours, Rico, and I. This might be from. This is from two. So I'm gonna jump ahead briefly, and then we'll come back. And when we get to it, we'll get. But when Groot says, "I am Groot," and he translates for me, he goes, "Welcome yep. to the freaking Guardians of the Galaxy." Except he didn't say "freaking." You know, like that's another. Because there's been yep. a couple times where it's been implied to the point with the senator and there, and there's another one coming yep. up in in like three movies so we'll save it when we get there or no mm-hmm. more than that but yeah mm-hmm. there's because there's a blatant like right in your face one too um uh right, what's the only got, matter i do not take seriously boy i just said that well, yeah i was trying to put it where oh, where okay. you didn't put it <laughs> your yep. politics bore me your demeanor is that of a pouting child and apparently you alienated my favorite daughter, Gamora. I shall honor our agreement, Kree, <laughs> if you bring me the orb. But return to me again empty-handed, and I will fucking bathe the starways with your blood. 
All right. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. I don't think we can do much more with that. I think we just got to move on. Um, right. So that puts right. us into Ultron. I think I've got a good one for this one. I think I do too. But go ahead. Can, can, wait. Can I have to ask? Shoot. I I feel like Ultron himself would be too sophisticated to use that at any point. Like, yeah. I disagree. You disagree. Okay. What, what's his name? Uh, James. Uh, James Spader. Spader. Yeah, he had a beautiful, just smarm to him. So, yeah, yeah I reckon he could maybe swear. But, but no, my one comes from Stark in this one. I'm, okay. going, with, I'm going with Stark. Because my absolute favorite, favorite scene of that movie is the Hulkbuster. When Hulk's tearing uh, South Korea apart. I think it's South Korea at that point. And, um, and when... No, it's Africa. Oh, is, that, is that when it yeah. is? Right, yeah. fair enough. Right, fair enough. Oh, of course it is, yeah. But um, no, my one would be when he's in the um, Hulk Buster armor and he's grabbed hold of Hulk and he's doing that thing when he's just smashing the life out of him and he's he's trying to knock him out and he's gonna and he's going gotta sleep, gotta sleep, gotta sleep, yeah, gotta yeah, fucking yeah. sleep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's, he's thinking out of Samuel Jackson. Go, go the fuck to sleep. Yeah, yeah, basically that's what it would be for me. <laughs> go ahead, what you two boys got? Nico, you got one? I got one. Yeah, and honestly, this is one of the few that we've done this with, but this one, for me, it's a female throwing this one out, and it's it's when they're all trying to lift Mjolnir, and they turn to um, Black Widow, and she goes, that's not something I need fucking answered. Yep. You know? I can picture that. I'm trying, because I do think that Ultron would swear, because I've heard... Other cast members and even Joss Whedon say that Ultron is basically a teenager. He is a very yeah. teenage mind. He's like, leave me alone, like you know that kind of mm. shit. Yeah, but he's but so I, I can also... he's so refined. Like that. Look, I got to be honest with you, and we're gonna get way off topic for a split second here. But like that monologue when he first makes his appearance as that de- utterly yeah. destroyed robot is one of the best monologues in the entire MCU. Like that. That Spader's delivery of that is chilling. It really Agreed. is. It's also as well with with that character. I think on the Marvel episode that you boys did, I think it might have been you, Rico, who said this, or I, I could be completely off subject here. Did you make the comparison to Pinocchio? Yes, because yeah. he it, sings. Yes. See, but that is the story, like about you know, because to me, Stark is Geppetto. Right. Hmm. So this the same thing. That monologue was like, uh, worthy. No, how could you be fucking worthy? You're all <laughs> sorry. I was asleep, or I was a dream. But just this that whole thing was like, I fucking had strings, and now. <laughs> I mean, I. I, I see it, don't get me wrong, but, like, it just... Sorry, can I, I just say, that is, that is dangerously good. Right? Like, that's scary good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? Yeah. Good effect on you're, that microphone. Your Spader. Yeah. N- your Spader's damn good, dude. You've done you've done <laughs> Ultron. Yeah. It's it's, like, uh, it's, um... I might go watch Ultron after this again, honestly. Because <laughs> it just... Oh. You got another one, Rico, or are you good? trying to find one and he's like oh uh to go back when tony and hulk are fighting and he punches hulk in the face and then the hulk splits the two times like i'm fucking sorry yeah 
<laughs> there you go. For comedic purposes, I agree. That'll work. Instead, instead, so, yeah. just say, instead of that, they should just amend the line and go, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Either one. Because he definitely be, has that look. Nice thing, yeah. He has that look on his face. Yeah. So oh, it's. Oh, 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 fuck. I'm sorry. Oh, the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. I like it. I like yeah, there it. Are no strings on me. Ah. Uh. Yeah, he, it's, it's creepy, it, right? It, it, it's yeah, it really movie. is. Um, Ant Man, the first Ant Man. Ah, uh, yep, uh, I got one for this one. Okay, why don't you hit us with it, Henry? Okay, it's not a comedic one either, despite a despite a comedic film. The opening scene when um, Pym goes to see Stark, and uh, I forget the other guy's name, Carlton. Is that his name? Uh, the one who says to him, "If only you protected Janet with such ferocity." And then when he smashes his face into the table. You mention my wife again, and I'll show you fucking ferocity. Nice, nice. Henry, let me hear. Let me, let me hear your uh, your Michael Douglas. I know you could do a Michael Douglas. I mean, that was that was sort of it. But <laughs> let me. Give, all right, hang on, hang on. I was really trying. All right, come on. <clears throat> you mention my wife again, and I'll show you fucking ferocity. That's pretty good. That is gotta, pretty good. Yeah. Got gotta kind of scat it. <laughs> um, I don't know that I have a line per se, but mm-hmm. anything that Michael Pena says would yes, fit. Like he, it just fits into his character. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, by the way, if I, I haven't, I'd have to research this to confirm it. But I think Feige says they are shooting a thing where he does the Marvel Universe up to the point where we're at in the way that he tells those stories. They are shooting that. I don't know if it's an extra or what, but they are actually doing it. I thought they did shoot it. I thought did they shoot it? Yeah. It might might be an extra. I'm I'm getting the Endgame Blu-ray on Tuesday, and I can't wait to see if that's an extra on there. Mm -hmm. Because it'll be awesome. I, mm. I, I want, I would watch, and Rico, you and I have said this on the show, and Henry, I don't think you've been on when we've said it, but I would watch an hour long, or however long it would take, Michael Pena just doing the whole fucking MCU from start to finish. Oh, that would be brilliant. Yes. I would watch that. I would that. absolutely love that. Because there's a thing, okay, way off topic for a split second. Um, Rico, I know you don't have this because you're not, you're more of a traditionalist, and Henry, you're similar, so you may not either. But do you have the Star Wars Blu-ray collection they put out? What it was? Yes, I do. Have you? I have every copy of Star Wars ever created. Okay, it exists. I, I, I own it because I, I know you're that big of a Star Wars guy, but I also know you're a bit of a traditionalist like Rico. And Rico mm-hmm. doesn't have the Blu-rays because he doesn't okay. want Blu-rays, and and mm-hmm. that's his thing, and that's fine. Yeah. But they on that collection, there's a disc, one of the bonus discs. It they went and found like all the Star Wars references. It's like two yep. hours long of nothing but Star Wars references, and it's an amazing watch. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch. It that. really is. It's so, phenomenal. Yeah. If they, you know, that's in that same vein, I'd watch two hours of Michael Pena just telling this goddamn story. You, I mean, like, can you imagine if you'd be sitting there? So this guy Tony Star, right? He like real rich and everything. Then he gets like kidnapped and that. And it just goes on, on and, and, on, and on. on. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And then what you have to do though is you have to like intersperse the scenes with his voice yeah. doing it the has voice. To be the Edgar Wright style editing. Yeah, yeah. It's it would be mm-hmm. genius and awesome. But anyway, Rico, go ahead. 
I have I have my quote, but I need someone to supply a line for me to make it flow better. Okay, well, okay. Henry's our actor in the groom, so you'll let him do it. Henry, I want man. you to say, hey, how's your girl, man? <clears throat> hey, how's your girl, man? Uh, she left me, and my mom died, too, and my dad got deported. But I got the fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice! Yes, that's brilliant. That's, yeah, I think, I think, um, there's a line that Pim delivers, and Rico, you've got the thing up, so maybe you can see it, where he talks about never giving anything to a Stark. I feel like that could be a, uh, I don't know the exact line, but I think that would work. I'm trying to find it, but there's, there's another one. I want you to break into a place and steal some fucking shit. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There, I, I think we just leave it there and move on to Civil War. Yep, okay. I got one for Civil War. Okay, so Civil War, this is one of my favorite movies in the entire MCU. Yep. I yep. love I did. It's this a movie. phenomenal film. It's an absolutely fantastic film. But yeah, I've actually got three for this one. Okay. Because I was pretty sure the one of you was going to take it. So no. yeah, I think I think the one that I'd probably go with, because I got two, um, I got two, I, I guess, serious ones. Um, you know, when Cap says, this isn't going to change what, what happened. And then Stark goes, I don't fucking care. He yeah. My mom. Yeah. yeah. It could be there if you're going serious. Or the other one that I said that I thought I could do is uh, T'Challa. If you want to go slightly comedic. When um, Hawkeye goes, hi, I'm Clint. I don't fucking care. And then she goes yeah. for him. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. Go ahead. What you, what you, what you guys? Um, the only one that jumps out at me right away is when Hawkeye and Black Widow are fighting in the airport, during the airport. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, he says, we're still friends, right? And she goes, well, it depends on how... And I think it's the other way around. She says, we're still friends, right? And he goes, well, it depends on how hard you fucking hit me. That's right. That would be mine. <laughs> yep. Hey, hey, guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Fuck, Tony, how old is this guy? Oh, I love it! Winner! <laughs> yes. Winner! That's fantastic. Winner, oh, winner, oh, wait, I, chicken I, I dinner. Got, I, got another, I got another one. Sorry, Tony. He's my friend. So was I, motherfucker. Nope, I like your other one better. Yep, that's your winner. I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, in a similar respect, I guess I could also have, you know, when um, when uh, Cap smashes the arc reactor and he walks away from him and he said, I guess he could say something like, you don't deserve that fucking shield or something like that. Yeah. My father made that fucking shield. Yep. Yep. That, yeah, could be that sort of thing. There you go. So... Um, that's, yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. I'm trying to think, do we have any more for Civil War? I think we're... No, I'm pretty sure that's... I, I, I'm... <laughs> I think it'd be funny if it was in Russian with the, with Zemo's oh, doing the, uh, the code part words. Of the, yeah, yep. <laughs> part of the code words. Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> Actually, that takes me back, if I could go back for a minute to the first Avengers movie, when... They're calling in Black Widow to go get Banner, and yep. she's strapped to the chair, and she's saying, "This guy's giving me everything. This guy's fucking giving me everything." You know, <laughs> like that would be an, a time that would fit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to punch you in your fucking teeth. Your perfect teeth, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I want to fucking punch that. Oh, that that right that is on par with Rico's about where did you find this kid? I like it. I think that's it. Yeah. What's uh 
Are we ready? Wait, or... wait, wait. <laughs> what? I, I think I got okay. one. Um, for what? Gone. For this? For Civil is War? That fucking, is that fucking Paprikash? Let's hit it again. <laughs> is that fucking Paprikash? Oh, God. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's one. an obvious one that's not great, but it's an obvious one when Vision walks through her wall and she just turns because she goes, what are you doing? She could be like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, that's, yep. uh, you know. Fucking Vision, we talked about this shit, motherfucker. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you made yourself laugh on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at um, it this way. Your Russian's, your Russian's better than Elizabeth Olsen's, so. So. Uh, I don't speak Russian! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Strange. Yep. I got one for this. Okay. Not the biggest, not not the biggest fan of this one, but I got one for this. This is one of my, this is one of my favorites. Like, of this, I did did hear you say that in the thing. It it surprised me when I heard that, but no, it didn't do a lot for me, Doctor Strange. It really didn't. But the one that I had was I guess you could say it's a comedic one bring out the uh, the British comedy with Cumberbatch sure. you know when he's with you'll you know the you'll know the line CJ I'm assuming you've seen it more than me Dormammu I've come to bargain with you is that the yeah is that the line uh, yeah, right. it's, uh, uh, to... yeah well no mine would be after he just keeps killing him and he just uses the time so keep going back keep going back eventually the amount of times that he's killed him he can just look at like a hand coming towards him oh for fuck's sake boom get killed <laughs> right. and come back yeah. again I like it yeah. that would work Done something uh, like that Rico, you got one? I do not have one yet, so... Um, off the top of my head, I'm thinking about the interaction between Strange and Juan in the library. And he doesn't yep. get the single name references. He's like, fucking Beyonce? Really? You know. <laughs> like, that's one that jumps out at me. Um... Or it could also be when he's getting more and more um, irritated with uh, the Ancient One. Yeah, that, yeah that's good. I, but I've seen that before in a fucking gift shop. Yes, that there so, you go. I like it. Like that, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah, done. That's check mark for me. No, no, you you can put yours in, but that's you're not going to beat it. That's it. That's the winner. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> son of a bitch! Uh, bear with me, guys. Hang on. I can start the Jeopardy music if you need. Yes, please. <laughs> uh. Shit, this this one really doesn't have like a lot of moments where you could put. No, there's there's really not. There's a couple. Um, I I can think of another one off the top of my head when it's early. It's actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie when he's operating on the guy that has got the bullet in his brain, <clears throat> and he tells the other doctor to cover his watch, and he could be like, "Cover your fucking watch," <laughs> you know, nothing fancy, but it would fit, you know. This is the fu- this is the part where you fucking leave, where he tells uh, Christine. Yeah, I mean that would work, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, I feel like that's the argument, right? Yeah. Uh, Henry, to your point earlier about the three ways you use the the word, I feel like we've been leaning mm-hmm. more towards the comedic for the most part, and that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying I feel like we've been leaning more towards the comedic because I feel like it the comedic version of itself lends lends itself yeah. to these movies more than the other two reasons. Yeah. It would be it would be looked at as more adult if it was said in a more serious way. Right, right, and yeah. and yeah, and these films are supposed to be entertaining films. And and ninety 
five percent of them are, I think. Yeah, you know, they are. so they are. There's a couple of questionable ones. We've mentioned them already, so we don't need to True. do that again. I think I've got one. Okay. I think I've got one. Well, what's this? My my mantra: the Wi-Fi password. We're not fucking savages. <laughs> Wait. Say, oh, oh yeah, I like that. The that's good. One. Yeah, that's a good one. one. Yeah. No, that's uh, uh, Baron Mordo. Yeah, it's oh, more. It? It's oh, more yes, to yeah. W- oh, yeah. The one she for. Yeah. Or or when he's like, "What is in this fucking tea?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. All right. What's after Doctor Strange? Is that Guardians? It's, no, Guardians it's Black 2. Panther. Black Panther's next. Really? No. Uh, oh no, you're right. I don't are know you, how. I, yeah. You're going chronological because yeah, no, 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 no. It was, it was Guardians. You're right. It's Guardians. I don't know what I was. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I think I've got one automatically before I even look at the, the... Vives en Virginia. Si recibiste la vacuna contra COVID-19, sigues estando protegido. Este otoño estaremos poniendo dosis de refuerzo para ayudar a prolongar esa protección. No olvides que el Departamento de Salud de Virginia sigue siendo tu mejor fuente de información sobre el COVID-19. Para saber si puedes recibir la dosis de refuerzo y programar una cita, visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Este es un mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Blinds. That's yeah, my I'm, father! Oh, nice. <laughs> yep. I see, Mine again, be... again, Rocket lends himself to this pretty yeah. easily. So it's 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 a little hard to separate Rocket from this. Because I'm trying to do it and not put it into a Rocket dialogue just to see what else could be done. You know, not to say that it doesn't shouldn't be. You know. Mm-hmm. But see mine wouldn't be from again it wouldn't be from the Guardians. Well no technically it is a, a Guardians member. Mine would be Yondu. I'm my fucking Poppins, y'all. Fucking took mine, damn it, Henry. <laughs> I knew someone would do that. That's yeah, no, early. no, but it's it's good though. It is a good. It's, it's a, a good pull. Yeah, but there's there are there's loads of them that you could do. I mean, it could well be uh, Rocket when he's in the uh, when he's in the chair being threatened by uh, Taserface. Yeah, well, fucking Taserface. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, it oh. could be something like that. That's one of my favorite scenes from any of them. Is just mm-hmm. that that whole um, when he's making fun of the Taser Face name. You know, <laughs> that just cracks me up. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's also slightly off, to, slightly off subject. Apart from Endgame, it's the only Marvel film that makes me cry. That bit at the end kills me. Every what was Yandu? Hot. Oh, oh it, yeah. It tears me apart every single time. It kills me. I can't watch it without crying. Um, I'm looking through because there's there's one that's ne- jumping to my ma- my brain here, but I'm trying to find the the, the words. Actually, I just saw one. I thought one that it would be a different a different sort of uh, delivery. Yeah, would be from Nebula. You always wanted to win. 
I just wanted a fucking sister. Oh, I like it. Could be her going. Could be her going angry there with her. <laughs> I got one. Oh, my fucking nipples! Yes, <laughs> yes, I like yeah, it. Yes. That's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> this is not putting the f bomb in like we're talking about. I just have to read this because I f- fucking love this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just keep imagining you waking in the morning, sir, looking in the mirror and all sinners and saying you're safe. You know it'd be a really kick-ass name? Taser face. <laughs> that's how I hear you in my head. What was your second choice? Scrotum hat? I mean, that's... I mean, rocket. Oh, but that, so, is, that is where you'd fit it in. What yeah. was your second fucking choice? Scrotum hat? Yeah, yeah, that is where it would be, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you... By the way, Henry, have you seen the video footage of Bradley Cooper recording Rocket? Yes, yes, it's I have. Yeah, fucking awesome. So it is. It, it still astounds me that it's him. I don't know what it is, but he just yeah doesn't seem like mm. the sort of person who would do this role. I mean, logically, he should be Star Lord, handsome, tall, cool. No, no, you're the little you're the little weird freakish raccoon. But it just he, works so well. And he based it on Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. Yes, I have heard that. I, the um, thing is, he seems to love doing it, too. Like, that's not... Yeah. I mean, it, obviously, it's easy work. It's not like he's got to be on set for weeks on end. He goes into a booth for, that's, at worst, that's right. a it's, couple days. But, I it, mean, you know. It's uh, Sean Gunn, isn't it, who does the, uh, yes. the body of... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Who plays Craglin. Yeah, and I think he finally got credit for that in the uh, Infinity... As we've called it, the Infinity Gauntlet... Uh, movies. That's right. Yeah, I don't think he's gotten. Yeah, I did. I have been meaning to talk to you guys about this. I don't want to like be a dick on your show. No. But the uh, what what Feige what Feige calls that is the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was the whole twenty-two movies is the Infinity Saga. It is. We had yeah. to come up with some. We we came up with something just to refer to Infinity and Endgame because it really is one gigantic movie. I know it's got two titles, oh, yeah. but. So that's that's oh, no, why it's, it's very yeah it is it was all shot at the same time so yes it is right <clears throat> so that's why that's where the Infinity Gauntlet thing comes from is just trying to take those two mm-hmm. movies and lump them together we know that it's right. the saga all from Iron Man all like this whole list we're doing right now is the Infinity Saga <clears throat> yeah yeah um so. I got I got two more for this particular movie sure okay Showtime fuckholes <laughs> nice. Yeah, just because it still tickles me that Sylvester Stallone is in an MCU film. Yeah. If you think I take pleasure in exiling you, you're fucking wrong. Look <laughs> nice. all my fucking heart. Do you? Yes. Do you think they would should or should do like a Ravagers movie with all them guys? Because yes. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch it. As long as it's James Gunn. As long as it's... Well, right. It can, it can only be James Gunn. Apparently, he's having a really good experience working with DC, though. So there's talk that they may still lose him for three because he's going to keep doing well, DC projects. Well, they fucked themselves badly, didn't they? Yeah. Idiots. Absolutely. Like, you, they may have really shot themselves in the foot badly on this one. Well, they did I hire him back, her. so we'll have oh. to see. Mm. And I hope he does. Because in of all the directors, I think he's my favorite. I really do. Yeah, I don't. Are we know. on a Black Panther? 
Yeah, let's move. Well, no, I think next is... Um, uh, Thor Ragnarok, isn't it? Yeah, you got Ragnarok next. No, 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 no. Homecoming is next. Oh, Homecoming. Oh, shit, you're right. So, um, okay. Right, okay. So, can we all agree that the obvious, where they actually almost use it, doesn't count for this conversation? No, no, it doesn't. You mean from right. Aunt May? Yeah, that's... What the we just, fuck? Right, so we're we're automatically assuming that's off the table. We're coming up with additional yeah. choices here. Brand new. Yeah, right. So, um, okay, I'm I'm thinking of a few of them. See, my, mine to... actually comes from a character that everyone in the world seems to love, but I just don't get, and I find him really annoying. Is Ned? Don't you don't like that. Ned? I, I, oh I, no, okay. I really don't like him. He no, he grates on me. But for me, it would come from him when he's looking at uh, Parker coming through the window, and uh, he crawls down and then drops the the Lego Death Star. I think the line should be something like, "Dude, you were on the fucking ceiling." Yeah, I like it. Something like that. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Wait a minute, you guys aren't the real fucking Avengers. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um. Yep, that's a good one. Um. I feel like Mr. Delmar should be using it somewhere, but I don't know how to fit it in. <laughs> if I knew who he was, he'd already be fucking dead. Yeah, I was wondering when someone was going to put like one in there. All right, I'm going for a really goofy one. I got one that's really goofy, and it's it's um it's actually Miles Morales' uncle Aaron, and he and he's a ta- oh. so it's it's. Uncle Aaron, when when Spider Man's interrogating him in the parking garage, and it's Donald Glover's character, and he's already shot him with the spider, like he's got his hand attached to the car, and he's he's leaving, and he's like, "Hey, come come get this." He's like, "Nope," and he's like, "I got fucking ice cream in here," because he says he's got ice cream in the in the he's got groceries, he's got ice cream or something. Yep, I got love it. I like the idea of Karen, the AI, saying, this is your chance for your fucking kisser. Nice! <laughs> I like it. Yep. Um, there was one I had, and I just lost it. Shit. Because um, the Karen one was good. That's why I lost it. Um, damn it. Oh, I got one. Okay. Ready? Michael Keaton's character, Tombs. Yep. You're going around calling yourself the shocker. The fucking shocker. I shock things. <laughs> yep. I mean, which, by the way, I know that sounded a lot like fucking Donald Trump, so I apologize. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the fucking shocker. Okay, you always fucking shocker things. <laughs> um, that's a good one, though. I, I like that one. I, I, I like, I liked yours. Um, you got another one, Rico, or should we move on? Look, and I'm trying to find a good because Tony Stark's in it. So yeah, well, find... there's the obvious one from Tony. Zip it! The fucking adults talking. Yeah, that's it that's would be something like that. Yeah, that's an obvious one. Um, I feel like there's something when Spider-Man's asking after he's split the boat in half, and he's like, "Can I help?" And because he goes, "I think you've done enough," so I think you've done fucking done enough or whatever, fucking done enough. You know, something like that would work. Oh, yeah, something to that description. Previously yeah. on Peter Screws the Fucking Pooch. There you go. Yeah, there you like go. I like it. Or, 
Or then again, though, it could be uh, Parker himself getting getting angry at Stark. You know, if you actually cared, you might even, you might actually fucking be here. And right. then the suit opens up and yeah. Stark steps Which, up to him. By the way, classic fucking moment when he when he does that. Oh, I love one it. One of my favorites. Um, I, I, <laughs> you got one? I gotta see how I'm gonna put the the fucking. Um, and just to go back to your point there, uh, CJ, the point when he says, um, "If you die, I feel like that's on me, and I don't need that on my conscience." Beautiful oh. overshadow. And shadowing. then and right. Oh, oh, ah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Captain America here to talk to you about one of the most valuable traits <laughs> a student or soldier can have: patience. Sometimes patience is the key to victory. Sometimes it leads to very little. <laughs> And it seems like it's not worth it. And you wonder why you waited so long for something so disappointing. How fucking many more of these do I have? <laughs> there you go. I got and I got one to piggyback off that. Because after they see the first one in gym class, um, the teacher's like, could be like, I think he's a fucking war criminal now, but we got to do these anyway. It's I mean, he, of kind of teacher say that. Well, yeah, but um, we're going outside the realm anyway, so... I mean, if you want to be honest, there's another reference to the word in that movie that's not Aunt May that just occurred to me when the girls are sitting on the bleach and they're playing Fuck, Mary Kill. Yeah, that's she right, says yeah. F, Mary Kill, because obvious reasons, yeah. but to just use the word there, but I mean, that's not, you know... Yeah, that's right. And something that I heard from the director, uh, what was his name, John Watts, is that it? Of, uh, uh, I probably could get it, yeah, give me a second. I, I, think, I think it's... It, is, it was very much the screenplay was very much based off of uh, the Breakfast Club and films like John Hughes, so very profane, all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, going back to our thing, Stan Lee would never say, "Don't make me fucking come down there, you punk." I mean, <laughs> yeah. Agnes, how's your fucking mother? There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know. Or whatever the fuck I don't I know it's not the woman's name, but well, whatever. Yeah, the 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 point is made. So um, I, I think it's Ragnarok is next. It is, but I got one more for Homecoming. One more for Homecoming. Happy, I gotta call you back. Fucking feel free, or feel free to fucking not to, you know. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. So yes. Uh, Ragnarok is next. Yeah, I got one. This one. I, All right, Henry, Rico, no, Rico, you go first. You haven't gone first in a while. I have been falling for 30 fucking minutes. Nice. Yes, that was mine. <laughs> nice. That actually, that sequence again with the interaction with Doctor Strange is one of my favorite moments in the MCU. Yeah. That whole that whole sequence there is really good. It's why as well, and going back to uh, to what you said before there, uh, CJ, I, I do dislike the Doctor Strange film. I love him as a character, though. I think he's a phenomenal character, and I can't wait to see where his where his character goes. Because I, I would argue he's one of the best cast characters. Benedict Cumberbatch playing him is one of the best castings they've ever done. Especially since they're saying it's going to be the first pure horror movie in the MCU. Oh, like, I'm really wait. curious. I cannot if... wait. And what a team-up that's going to be with him and the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting. The, on, the only complaint that I have, and Henry may need to save this for another conversation for another day, is like they're saying mm-hmm. David Tennant's going to be the actor who plays the main villain and in the next one, and yet they set it up for Mordo to, to be the the next. So, like, are they just 
doing away with that, or is it going to be like a dual villain thing? Like that's the only question that I Ch- have. Chiwetel Ejiofor is too big an actor not to bring back. I mean, he's too good an actor as well. Yeah, he's a agreed. Actor, so it would be stupid not to bring him back at some point. But they they did say David Tennant. You know, so I it, it's curious to see what they're going to do. Which, by the way, we do have a Marvel, a bit of Marvel news we should talk about when we're done our list very quickly because it's going to make Rico very, very happy. So we should talk about it briefly. Um, mm-hmm. Rico, you know what I'm talking about. I sent it to you on Facebook, but I thought we should bring it up on the Oh, app. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, but we'll get there. Let's finish the list first. So um, Ragnarok, what do we got? Hey, big guy. Sun's getting real fucking low. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's also yep. from Korg. Fuck off, ghost. Exactly. Nice. I like that yep. one. I, I Again, I'm struggling remembering the lines, but I don't care who or, or wh- what part, as long as it's fucking Goldblum. Goldblum needs to use it. I don't care where it fits. Like, I, you know. Yeah, it could be. Um, it could be at the point when uh, they're interrogating people, and uh, the woman gives him the stick. What? Why are you handing me the fucking kill stick? There you go. There you go. Or where's my fucking champion? Doesn't he say something to that effect at some point? <laughs> there effect, you go. Yeah. Like I feel like you know, I feel like those could work. Um, also, think about like Thor when he realizes it's the Hulk. We're fucking friends from work. You know, yes. something like that. Or, um, or, as he, or, or as he sees him, it could be something like, fuck yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's even better, yeah. actually, Henry. I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rico, you got you still, you got another one or are you good? I'm trying. I actually do, I actually do want to say about uh, Thor Ragnarok. I showed it to my girlfriend a, a couple of weeks back, and it was amazing to see someone get that surprise. Because she didn't know the Hulk was in the movie. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Trying to find one more. You want one more? Well, because uh, Odin, when it's Loki playing, Odin says, oh shit. So he goes, oh, yeah. oh fuck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that goes back to your point from earlier, Henry, about um, oh, Anthony Hopkins using the word. Well, Let's 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 put it this way then. Under Taika Waititi, he could definitely use the word. Under somebody like under a thesp like uh, Kenneth Branagh, I can't imagine him saying something like that. Yeah, and as you know, that's Rico's least favorite Thor. Ragnarok. Yeah. No, it's not. No, Thor: The Dark World is my least favorite Thor. But Thor: Ragnarok, I don't think it should get as much praise as it does. My argument is that. It, if it's too funny, it distracts us from the actual story. D- is it a fun movie? Yes. But it also feels completely separate from the first two. It feels like yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy a, with Thor. It's a very, very stark change. And maybe for the better, because I feel like at that point, they didn't really know what to do with Thor. Thor was a bit of a confusing character and how to use him. So maybe just go outright comedy. Pun, pun intended there, Henry? Or no? Stark? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that wasn't intended. But okay. Screw it, I can I'll take it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find... He was also, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you noticed, he was also going to be the one to take over for Guardians. Who? What's easy? Oh, yeah, yeah. I Well, I don't know if that was ever confirmed, but it is what I he wanted, did, so... He did not. He said no. He turned it down. Oh, did he? Oh, crap, I didn't know yeah. that. I would have thought um, it would have been a logical choice. I agree with you. 
But, you know, if they're bringing James Gunn back, like they say, then thumbs up that. Let's just do that. And my only, and while Rico's looking up a last one before we move on, my only thing that we talked about, I think, two episodes back is with, um, with there being this thir- Thor 4 now, mm-hmm. like, I, I love the premise of it, so, like, I'm not against them making the movie, but my only confusion is, like, I always... And I said this... This is actually on our Homecoming one, I think, or maybe the Comic-Con one, but um, they're doing Guardians 3, and I thought Thor was with the Guardians, so, like, that's... Yeah. You know. Um, one thing that they did... They, they, what's that? They will have to address that in some They way. have to, have right? To. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing because that I found really... I'm sorry, Henry. It's my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He's in the ship with them at the end. Right. And also, I guess another thing that we should bring up regarding uh, Guardians. I don't know if you two have managed to see the, uh, you must have seen it, the deleted scene. Mm-hmm. Where they all kneel. No, no I don't think no. so. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. <laughs> you... Look at him. Okay. I didn't think I had any more tears to shed. You've got to go and see it. You've got to see the deleted scene at some point And then Ow. get back on here so, and, so, and so do a, just... a chat about it. Because something very, very big happens in that scene, which changes where the future is going to go for these movies. It, so, is it on YouTube? Do you know? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right. Well, maybe after we're done the list, we'll we'll go check it out. Um, I but yeah, I'd see a gun that one as well. I um <laughs> the one thing that I heard and and Mark Menarden reported it on Fat Man Beyond before we move on is that and Rico, you pointed part of this out the last time we talked about this stuff, but. Valkyrie is the king of Asgard now, and and yep. that's very specific. The king of Asgard, and mm-hmm. it's been reported now she will have a queen. So Valkyrie is mm-hmm. going to be the first openly LGBTQ Marvel character, and Jeez, I think that's, that's yeah. I think that's really exciting actually for for that community. And it puts an interesting twist on the story, so I'm I'm excited to see how they're going to do that. Honestly, they did. I mean, I have actually said this. Uh, they did announce that back in Ragnarok. Tessa Thompson did say on her um, on her Twitter page, "Yes, Valkyrie is bisexual." There was supposed to be a deleted scene when Thor goes to her room. A girl leaves the room. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I yeah. I think I didn't know that, but that's me. But anyway, yeah. I'm I'm actually. Ex- when I heard that, I was I was actually excited for it. I'm excited to hear what they're going to do. So, let's go on to Black Panther. Or what, do you have another one, Rako? The last one I got is, Asgard is not a place, it's a fucking people. I like it. That's good. Yep. Black Panther. Yep. I think it's pretty logic. I think it's pretty easy to know who the F-bomb is going to come from on this one. My one is Andy Serkis. Claw. Yeah. Um, with the, uh, with, yeah. I was thinking Killmonger could drop it somewhere. I hadn't yeah, figured out exactly he where is, yet. He is from Oakland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com slash cloud. 
If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Um, trust me, I know. Oh, I know you. Your story about having seen that in the theater because you saw it opening night, if I recall. Yeah, we saw it opening night in Emeryville, which is right next to Oakland. It's basically Oakland, but like upper class Oakland. And when it said Oakland 1992, the whole audience was like, "Hey!" We're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> That um, must be because I've heard that quite a bit. Like I, a friend of mine is from Missouri, and when uh, Starlord mentioned Missouri, everyone went crazy in the uh, in their oh, theater. It must be an American thing though, because when uh, Spidey was in London, <laughs> we were just like, "Oh yeah, that's, I know that place." Well, I mean, and what to, to Rico's point, I think part of that is is the way that African Americans are treated in the country. Without getting into a whole political thing, like there's that whole no. like race degradation thing and Mm -hmm. to see them being featured and that town which is a pretty beat up town in terms of the way it's thought of by americans you know it 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 had to be a boost and i i can get behind that that i can't so um trying to look here oh yeah my one is going to be uh claw on this one when they're in the interrogation scene with him and uh everett ross uh for me the line would be uh, when they're talking about the weapons, makes my arm cannon look like a fucking leaf blower. There you go. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Actually, I have a claw one, but it's not Black Panther. I'm going to go back to Ultron for a minute when he's talking to Scarlet Witch about the the, the cuttlefish, you know, and he's like, if you're going to make me see a giant fucking cuttlefish, you know, I know you're not serious <laughs> or whatever. So. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I'm surprised none of you are saying fucking Wakanda forever. Yeah, that seemed too like <laughs> obvious to me. You know, I do have a uh, I do have a Shuri one. When uh, Everett Ross is lo- is walking around her laboratory and then he says something, she could look around and say, "Don't fucking scare me like that, colonizer." Yeah, there you go. Um, I actually have a Shuri one from towards the end of the movie. Um, actually, I got two Shuri one one one's from the end of the movie and one's towards the beginning. So the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. is. This fucking corset is really uncomfortable, so can we just wrap it up and go home during the, the king crowning ceremony? Yep. Um, the end one is, when you said you were going to bring me to California when I was a kid, I thought you fucking meant Coachella or Disneyland. Where are we? You know, yeah. or, or flip it to where the fuck are we? You know? Yep. So. I mean, for me, it could also be uh, T'Challa himself when he's fighting with uh, M'Baku and he's, he's, he's telling him, yield. Fucking yield, man. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Um, I have a couple, but they're not really great. So, but the, again, this is one of those movies that it was it was really kind of serious. This is um, hard, and so it's hard. Yeah, I do have another one. If if you want me to go, Rico, if if you need a minute, right. I've got one. What? Go ahead. Okay, this is a more serious one, but when he goes back to the, the uh, ancestral plane the second time, you were wrong. You all were fucking wrong to turn your backs on the rest of the world. 
That would mm-hmm. be a good good line there too. Or I mean, it could be Killmonger when he's uh, when he's in chains and he's talking to uh, T'Challa, and he says, I think he says something like, uh, "You're not the son of a, you're not the son of a king. You're the son of a fucking murderer." There you go. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yep. 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 It's just a he- it's a it's a heavy serious movie, but in a way that doesn't feel heavy or serious. Like you can watch it. Like I can watch this movie and not feel drained. Because I've watched some heavy serious movies that aren't Marvel, just in general. And sometimes you mm. come out of those movies feeling like somewhat emotionally drained or just like tired yeah. because of it. This has got the same level of that without that yeah. feel. And that's what I, one of the things I really like about this movie. It's why I like Black Panther so much. It was as well. I mean, to, to, to quote uh, Mark Bernardin here, because I was a little bit iffy about it being nominated for Best Picture. I was a bit like, really? That one being nominated? But he did make a fantastic point where he said, think about it. Any mm-hmm. film with a black cast, which is nominated for the awards, is always done because it's a film about suffering. This is right. a film about celebration. This is a film about celebration. And I think that's a fantastic point to be made. It's such an important point to be made about that sort of thing. Because it's not really about suffering. It is about the celebration of Africa and these people. So, yeah. I have to agree with you. I do. Yeah. I think I think that's a... He brings up a valid point. I think I, I echo your sentiment about it. So, yeah. Mm. I, I found two quotes. They're both by Killmonger. First is... Uh, <laughs> When I tell you to do something, I fucking mean that shit. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, what do you want? I want the fucking throne. <laughs> there you go. I have one uh, more, and I think we should uh, move on. Um, but it's it's a fun one, so it's a good way to end end this particular movie. And it's uh, right after he's been crowned king, and he's already been through the ancestral plane and all that, and he goes into Shiri's uh, laboratory. <laughs> And she sees the sandals and do, what the fuck are those? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good one. So, all right. Next one on the list is, because um, honestly, I want to go watch this fucking scene you're talking about now. Um, I want is Infinity War. So this one, yeah. uh, I, I got one that's going to piss Rico off, but I've got one right off the top of the head. And I, I'm sorry, I'm going first. Um I don't want to fucking go, Mr. Stark. Oh, oh please. <laughs> yep. Yep. Son of a bitch. Yeah, Son I knew it. I knew it. See, mine would be more of a serious one. Mine would sure. be Star Lord. You know when? Um, you know when Nebula says he came back from uh, Volmir without uh, yeah. Mora, and he says, "I had to." No, you didn't. No, no, you fucking didn't! Yeah, smash him over the head. It could be something like that. See, the, well, what what destroys that for me, Henry, is like he, he I, I know Kevin Feige's come to his defense, but or the Russo brothers, I think, have come to his defense. But like, oh, we're gonna he, disagree here. Go on. He, if he doesn't do that, it's over. Yes. Okay. But he's just killed the love of his life. No, I. You are I, not thinking straight. No, I, yeah, no, I, I get all that, and I do get that. I, I can't argue against that. But look at the bigger picture, man. Shit. You can't. You can't Ugh. look at the bigger picture at that point. You've just been told that the man whose father, yeah. nonetheless, of your, of the love of your life, has just killed her. And and the reason that he killed her was so that he could get a stone, so he could kill the rest of the universe. It's not even like 
there was a reason to do it other than that, you're not going to think straight. You yeah. would go mental. In I a get similar it. way to, and I think Stark's quite hypocritical in that scene. Quill, don't overreact. We've almost got this off. Well, you overreacted to Bucky. You could have taken a breath. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I can't argue with that. All right, Rico, what do you got? Because it looks like you got something. What did it cost? Fucking everything. Oh! <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Yep, oh, Henry? I mean, I guess you could have Thor um, at the end when he snapped his fingers. What did you do? What the fuck did you do? Um, well, I mean, in the same in the same breath, you should have gone for the fucking head from yeah. Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Hang on, I'm, I'm... now I'm trying to think actually of what other ones it could be. Well, I mean, there's Bucky. Oh. Oh. Did they fucking surrender? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Hang on, now I'm trying. Now I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, I guess you could have um, Thor. Bring me fucking Thanos! Yep, 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 yep. That's a good one. <laughs> um, oh, I guess you could change Banner's line. Oh, 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 you guys are so fucked now. Yeah, that one works. Um, yeah. I, I, I could, I could give a Star Lord one. Stop fucking massaging his muscles. <laughs> you know, that's that's one there. Um, I, I, I feel like. Do you see? Because I feel like this line, as it was written, was delivered so well that I feel like throwing an f bomb into it would destroy it. But protecting your world, douche, your reality, douchebag. Like I feel like that's so well given that I feel like if you swap douchebag for fucker or something, that it it detracts from the line. Or it could just drop the line and just say, "What what what is your job except for um, making balloon animals?" And then he goes. Protecting your fucking reality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. And then you could still throw the douchebag on and it would work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I guess you're right there. Uh, Rico? I'm looking. I am I mean, every time I'm about to say one, you guys fucking take it from beneath oh, me. So. sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I got, I got this. Stark. You know me? I do. Not the only cursed with knowledge. Not the only one cursed with knowledge. Um, Tony Stark says, my only fucking curse is you. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, all right, um, I I don't have any more for that one unless you guys do. We should move on. I got, I got, I got, I got one last one. Okay. You have my respect, Stark. When I'm done, half of humanity will still be alive. I hope they fucking remember you. Ooh. Yep. There you go. There you go. Um, okay, the next one. This. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, wait. I got one last one. Go, go. I am brute. Whoa, language. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, this is impossible. Yeah, I have to agree. This is, this is such a forgettable movie. It really... It, I've literally just thought of one on the spot, and it's not a great one, but Please. I guess you could have this one. When Ant-Man's in the uh, quantum realm, guys. Oh, guys, yeah. Guys, come on. What the fuck? Guys, come on. You said don't fuck about something like yeah, that. Yeah, see, like but that's a thing. Like you have to go all the way to the post-credit scene to fucking fit yeah. a line in. Like that's not great. <laughs> no, well, I got one. Okay. Okay. Hold on, you gave her fucking wings? 
Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I think that's. Yeah. I, I'm not even gonna try. Like honestly, like I just don't <laughs> have one. The only the only mm-hmm. character that jumps up off my brain that could say something is Lawrence Fishburne, but I don't know what. I don't know enough of his dialogue to make it yeah. work. Um, or I guess maybe uh, what's his name, Walton Goggins. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, don't get me wrong here. I like I like a, a good fucking story as much as the next guy. Something like that, maybe. Yeah. Which, by the way, we got to go back to Infinity War for a brief minute because there's the obvious one that we didn't do, and maybe it's because it's obvious. But okay. Oh motherfucker! <laughs> I yes, mean, just let him finish the line, you know. Yeah. But course, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, are we good on Ant Man and the Wasp, or do we need to keep trying here? Like no, I, I don't think no. anyone's got a good one. I, I I got one more. Okay. okay. What does the what does the FBI even stand for? Fucking bothering individuals. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, there we go. So Captain Marvel. Again, that's quite a hard one. Yeah. I well, a, a great movie though it is. I really enjoy it. It's not motherfucking motherfucking Flurkin. Yeah, that's yeah. where I was gonna yeah. go. But that's really kind of all you got. I mean, I was gonna say Thanos. What's that? Well, fine. I was going to say uh, Talos. Well, what what's the line? Right. Um, when they're explaining to him, it's just basic physics. And he looks over his guy. It's just basic fig- physics in orbit. You couldn't have worked that out. You're my fucking science guy. Okay. Yeah. I could, I could see that one. That one works. Mm. Here, here's the thing. Like, I actually rather enjoyed Captain Marvel. It just, it, it for whatever reason, doesn't stick in my brain like some of these other movies do. And I don't... No. I don't quite know why. Like, it's not like... Like, Gateman and the Wasp felt forced. Captain Marvel doesn't mm. feel forced, except that it's placement in this in the timeline. That's the only thing yeah. that feels forced about it. But the movie itself doesn't feel forced, if that makes sense. And so, yet, it doesn't resonate with me like some of the other ones. And the only reason for that that I can come up with is because it comes out so close to the end of Infinity War that it's yes. like, you just... And that same thing with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, Infinity War was such a mindfuck that it yeah. just was hard that until we got Endgame to get the resolution to that, that it was hard to really pay attention yeah. to anything else. It really is. I will say this, though. I did see it six times. Of the single films, that is the most I've ever seen one of the Marvel. Well, yeah, Captain Marvel? Which means yeah, you, Marvel. you probably watched it six times to really kind of be like, do I like it or do I not like it? Well, there was that. And also, that... and also I just wanted to see if I could get through the scene of, of Stan Lee with the Mulrat script without crying. The first time I saw that was with my ex-girlfriend, and she was not a Kevin Smith fan at all. She just looked over at me, literally, as I'm there crying, says, what the fuck's the matter with you? And I was just like, you, you don't understand. You don't understand. I'll tell you later. And, you don't understand. And then you, then you broke up with her later. I think it was a bit later than that, actually. Yeah, I think it yeah. probably was. Well, I, like, you didn't understand that scene. Therefore, we're fucking we're over. We're done. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll tell game. you real, real quick, Henry to your point, though. Yeah. That, while that was touching, and I agree, the thing that got me was the crawl in the beginning. Yes. That yeah. fucking floored uh, first me. First time I saw it, massive applause. Just yeah. a huge round of applause in the cinema. So, anyway. The same uh, Rico, you had a line. Go for it. Mm-hmm. My name is fucking Carol. 
I like it. I like it. Yep. That works. Um, or it could be something like at the end when she hits uh, Yon Rog. I have nothing to fucking prove to you. Yeah. There you go. Is yeah, that Jude like Law's that. character's name? Is that who that is? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he might have a line somewhere early in the movie, but I yeah. can't think of sure. like it could be him. What? Yeah. What it would say, be? Fuck no! I don't want to be in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> um. Yeah. But all right. So then. There's the the heavy hitter of them all, Endgame. I mean, yeah, I've got I've got one which would be quite early in the film. Okay, it would be when Stark gets back from uh, gets back to Earth, and he's talking to Cap. And um, if I can just find the exact line, because it would be I go with a more serious one. It could be either something like, "What we needed was a suit of armor around the fucking world." Yeah, like that. Yeah, I like or, that. Again, when he's getting furious with Cap, and he goes, I got nothing for you, Cap. No coordinates, no clues, no strategies, no options. Zero zip, nada. No fucking trust. Liar. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I mean, there's the obvious one from this movie as well, right? There's the obvious one, which is the the penultimate scene of the movie, and, you know, you throw it in there. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I feel like that would have... While it worked in your your Iron Man one, Rico, I feel like in this movie it would have taken away from the scene somehow. You know, I I I don't know why. It's just my gut telling me that. Like I don't have a an argument behind it. But. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be. It, it, that's when it's. That's a tragic moment. Was like, and I am fucking Iron Man. Like it just doesn't yeah, it go just well. Doesn't, right. But it fits at the press conference. Like, I think you were right about Iron Man 1. Like, I'm with you there. But, you know. Because uh, he's more snarky. He's like, the truth is, I am fucking Iron Man. Yeah. You know what? (laughs) Going back to that one, I have one more for that movie, if we don't mind going all the way back. But I do have one for that movie. Um, I want to do two things. I want you to call a press conference, and I want a cheeseburger. Fucking cheeseburger first. (laughs) You know. So, um... But um, back to- I have one for this one. Yeah, go for it. I fucking love you, three thousand. Yeah, see, I, I, because he's talking to his daughter. I feel like it doesn't yeah. fit. Like, I, I, I get it, Rico. Like, I, I do, but I just feel like talking to his daughter again. It detracts from the power of it. You know, like. Well, Avengers fucking assemble. Yes. Well, that's the obvious. You know. Yeah. Um. Well, it's Captain America saying it. But in that moment, with the amount of anger and frustration that he's feeling, I think it fits. Like, I agree with you otherwise. In that movie, he's like, let's go get that son of a bitch. Yeah, like, he, <laughs> he's not... I mean, if you want to go comedic, then there's, well, that is America's fucking ass. You know what I mean? Like, you know. All right, well, I, I think I've got the one that'll win. Go for it. Thor saying, I fucking knew it. <laughs> what, what, I don't even remember that sequence. When it's Bill, when, when Captain Will, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for some reason, I got. For some reason, I feel like he should be something with the Fortnite sequence or whatever online game he's playing when he's first yeah. when they first go to Asgard. But you know, I guess it could also be um, Ant Man as well when they're in the diner and they're, they're looking at Hulk and he's just talking normally and he's. A, and he's it he could just go. I am so fucking confused. 
Yeah, there. Yeah, see, and you know what? That's when we watched that fucking movie. <laughs> Thank you. When we saw that sequence, yes, I, I kind of felt that way too. Um, I, you, I don't think we've had the chance to talk to you about it, Henry. But we both don't like what they did with the Hulk in that movie. Hmm. Ah, I, I don't know what to say. I do not know what to say because, and I. Can I just say, I'm really shooting myself in the foot here because I hate when people say what I'm about to say. <laughs> but I had my idea of what would happen. And I hate it when people say, oh, why did you make what you made and not what I would have made? Yeah. But for me, the obvious transformation would have been Thanos is coming for Banner and he's there saying, right, this is it. Now I need you. This is the time because he's going to fucking kill me if you don't come out now. And as Thanos throws a fist at him, a green hand would grab it, and then he'd turn back into the Hulk again. It'd be something like that. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm more on board with that. The The thing that I had, and I, you've probably heard me say it on the show, was yeah. was separating mm-hmm. the two, because there is a point in the comic book where Banner exists and the Hulk exists, and I, and yeah. when they when they did that with the Sorcerer Supreme, when they do the flashback, or they go back in time, like, I was hoping mm. that would have been a way they did it, but whatever. Anyway. It's just... Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. It's I, I could get on board with with Professor Hulk. It's more the fact that they try and make him into a joke. It's like, no, yeah. this is quite a serious well, thing. And, Jekyll and, and Hyde. Not only it's, that, but it's been building that joking Hulk. Rico and I've talked about it. Like they've been building that since since the first mm. Avengers. Like he's become more comedic as his movies have gone on, mm. and I've not yeah. been a fan of that. But anyway, mm. um, I have a couple. Yeah, go, Rico, go. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm a home decor overspender. Hi, Joe! I made a breakthrough. I found HomeSense. It's unreal. So many brand name sofas. I bought one. Oh, wow, really? It's okay. The price is so low. Lighting, unexpected. Rugs, handcrafted. Wall art, eclectic. I go back like every week. (gasps) No, it's always different. New unique decor, same great savings. Every time you go. Field trip! HomeSense, standout pieces, outstanding prices. Because I'm, I'm struggling to remember dialogue except the obvious ones like the Love You 3000 mm. and I Am Iron Man, whatever. So fucking Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit? There you go. <laughs> I like it. I do like that one. Yep. That's, yep. that's Ant-Man, isn't it? That's Scott. Yeah. Scott, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You took everything from me. I don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I, I... I guess I can give you one with Cap. Tell me that's a fucking recording, I think is the line, or it's close to that, when he's looking at Ant-Man at the gate, trying to say, oh. hey, let me in. Yeah, is this a recorded message? No, it's yeah. the front gate. So. Is he willing to eat that fucking sandwich? <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Um, should we go to Far From Home? And Let me try to find one more. Hang okay. On. All right. See, now I'm trying to think of one. Yeah, we'll all try and think of one more. <laughs> did, you guys, need to, I, did you guys hear the theory that Noob Master 69 is Loki? Who what? Now what? <laughs> I'd love that. That I'd love Noob Loki's Master 69, that 
Thor is arguing with on the video game is oh. Loki. Oh, well, no, I hadn't heard that, but that's an interesting theory. I hope that's what it is. Well, um, no, because he's. I mean, I guess you could also have a. You could have a rocket one when he sees Thor after all these years, and um, he goes, "Whoa, what's the matter? Don't I look fine? No, you look like melted fucking ice cream." There you go. <laughs> nice, nice. I I actually like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it would be um, a rocket. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. You know, to your to your whole point, where about how Thor, uh, Tony wouldn't swear to his kid, he said like. Because I, you know, got some exploring shit here, <laughs> right? But no, I, I I agree with you, Rico. But I think it, it's not that he wouldn't curse to his kids. So maybe I needed to re rephrase my argument. Is I don't think he'd curse in that sentiment. That sentiment is no. different than you yeah. know what I mean. Like that's kind of what I meant more than he wouldn't curse to his kid. True. For example, in that scene when he's creating the the time device, he could fall back in his chair in utter shock and just go, "Holy fucking shit!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that, and then yeah, not yeah, realize yeah. the kid's in the room. Right. That that I can get on board with, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Wait, wait. I, I I think I've got it. It's okay. Hail fucking Hydra. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah, I do like yeah. it. That's good. Because, That's good. Because if he just said. Like just if, if Captain America just said "fuck" to sit well, he would still have that look of shock on his face. Yeah, <laughs> I compared to him, you know, Hail Hydra. <laughs> I just watched a um thing on YouTube a couple days ago. It was a top ten moments from Endgame, and it they did like a top down top ten countdown. I'm not gonna point out any of the moments because I don't remember a lot of them. That was one of them, but that's the only one I remember distinctly. But the point is. I don't remember a lot of Endgame. I remember the the key moments, like you know the them all coming out of the portals and those moments. Like I really need to go back and and watch this movie again because there's a lot of stuff that I just don't remember. I don't know if I've told you to this, but I have seen this film. I've, I've beaten my record. I've seen this film 14 times at the cinema. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I could do it. I'm pretty sure I could do the full script. I That's... really do. Dude, okay, I don't know what prices in London are like, but like doing the math here, that's... everyone always brings this up. There is a reason. I, have, well, you... I get free tickets out there. I was gonna say you have a connection. I knew you did, so yeah, that's yeah. probably why. But like, if I you are so, all things being fair, if you had to pay for all fourteen times, would you have done it? No. Okay. No. Okay, that's, that's fair. Money. So with the prices, with the prices that they charge over here, it's like fifteen quid. It's like fifteen pounds a ticket. So right, and that's about you know American. Like it, forget the conversion portion of it. If it was just straight yeah. dollar to pounds, that's about mm-hmm. what it costs to see it here. So you know mm-hmm. it. You know it's depending on what time of day and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. Okay, so far from home is really the last one. It's a difficult one as well because right. I've only seen it once. So uh, yeah, same here. So I've got one. Go for it, bitch! Please, you've been to fucking space. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, of course. I like it. I mean, it would have to be. Uh, I guess we got to say Talos pretending to be Fury. Yep. So I mean, I guess it could be something like when people keep knocking on the door. If one more person knocks on that fucking door, I swear to God, yeah. Yeah, I. 
again, I don't remember the, the exact lines, but I feel like when Peter almost blows up his bus with Edith accidentally, <laughs> I, I feel like there's a line in there probably that would yeah. be appropriate, but I don't remember the exact dialogue right now. So mm-hmm. You do not fucking ghost Nick Fury. There you go. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. That might be yeah. our victory. I see. I have one that jumps out at me, but it didn't actually make the movie, and that's why I don't think it would count. But it's like, oh, I know what you're going for. I'm going on fucking vacation. Like, yeah, but yep. that whole sequence never mm-hmm. never made the movie. I hope that sequence is on the Blu-ray. By the way, is like a deleted mm-hmm. scene because I really enjoyed that sequence. Like, I'm not upset that they didn't put it in the movie, but I really did enjoy that sequence, and I would yeah. like to have like a permanent version of that that I can go watch if I want. Um, Which, by the way, speaking of watching things, I got an advanced copy of Batman Hush, the animated movie, and I watched it yesterday. Wow. I heard it's not good. Oh, I liked it a lot. Oh, really? That's surprising. Everyone else said it was not good. I don't know what's not good about it. I mean, I actually, I actually have a guy over here that, who I met at Comic Con. He's a friend. Of, he's a friend of mine. He's called uh, the Geek of Steel, and yeah, he's a mental uh, Superman fan. And he gets like that sort of stuff. He gets um, free uh, uh, screenings. He gets to go to the uh, the premiere nights of like DC stuff, and he loved it. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what the complaint is. I, I could see a couple things that are like, meh. But I wouldn't call them complaints as much as just like, you know, things that could have been better, but I'm not a complaint, <clears throat> not the word I would use. You know? I've got to actually ask, CJ. I've yeah. never read Hush. Who is the villain? Hush. No. Hush is not. Well, yes, but Hush is somebody else. He's not right. his own person. So. What's his name? Thomas Elliot or something? N- no. No. No, 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 no. Thomas Elliot is a separate character, has nothing to do with Hush. I can spill it if you want me to spill it, but I don't know no, if we go. Or Henry, I'll share it with you off air. I'll tell you off air sure. if you want, but I I don't sure. know if I should spill it here. But yeah, you're you're right. Hush is somebody, and I didn't see it coming. To be honest with you, I didn't see it right. coming. So, uh, I got one more for I Far think. From Home. Yeah, I'll try and find more, but it's when Parker is looking at. Happy Hogan and that May says, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, <laughs> I do like that one. I do like that one. Oh, uh, I, I guess it could also be as well when he's in the um, when he's in the jet and he starts playing the music. Oh, I fucking love Led Zeppelin. There you go. I like that. That hurt me <laughs> though, as as a rock fan that he didn't know there was ACDC yeah. stunts a little bit. But I get well, the joke, mo- so I'm not getting too shitty about it. But it was like, ugh. foolish millennials. <laughs> Spider-Man's real name is Peter fucking Parker. <laughs> hey, yeah, I was thinking about that sequence. I didn't know if it fit, though. You know? But mm. I didn't realize, but apparently the last line is Spider-Man saying, what the fuck? Yeah. Yes, I that is, yeah. So that, that means it's going to be a reoccurring thing. Every Spider-Man movie that ends is going to be ending exactly. with yeah, a amazing. half half a fuck. They actually did say <laughs> that. Um, They did say they were doing Hey, Henry, real quick. That scene you're talking about, is that from uh, Endgame, or what What sequence is that from? Oh, it's, it's a deleted scene from Endgame. If you, just, okay. if you type in, um, if you type in uh, Avengers Endgame deleted scene, I, I, I'm trying not to ruin it, uh, Avengers on a Stark, 
I'm pretty sure it should come up. I think, okay, uh, I think I've seen part of what you're talking about, but I think maybe I didn't see the whole thing. Uh, I'm so looking for it now. It, what do you think it is? Well, there's a sequence where you see everyone kneeling, but I don't know if that's... Okay, I've seen that, yeah. I thought there was something I, else. I, I, I haven't, so... It's, no, Henry. Henry's right, dude. It tugs at the heartstrings. It's a little... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll watch it with you, Rico, because it's a good scene. Well, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen what he's talking about, and it's, it's a phenomenal scene. It really it's is. Scene. Yeah. No, Rico, I'll pull it up and we'll watch it together. I'll watch it with you. So I don't yeah, know if Henry. It's gonna be all laggy as fuck. It's not gonna be laggy as fuck. Stop. You're such a whiny bitch. Um. <laughs> Love you too. So, um. All right. So we've been through the whole MCU. Uh, I think, Henry, do you feel like we satisfactorily answered your tweet? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, think he, and above I think we did, yeah. What's that, Rico? We went above and beyond. Yeah, we did. But that's all right. I was trying not to be an asshole about it. Thanks, buddy. Good no, we're job. We're all hung like, like grapes. Um... Well, Henry, did you want to hang around for us to discuss this? Because I know it's late for you, so it's up to you. Uh, no, I have a few boys. I'm happy for you boys to uh, carry on with it. But what I mean is, the very last frame of it will explain what I mean. And I think CJ, you know what I'm talking about. How it will change, or rather, influence where the films are going to go. From I have to, I have to watch it again to know that point of what you're talking yeah. about. Because, but it definitely pulls at the heartstrings too. Like it's, I'll, I'll, it'll... Send, I'll send you a message. And, yeah, um, and I'll say, I'll say what it is. But, um, yeah, I guess uh, the only other thing that I uh, want to do, which uh, we spoke about. Oh, yes. Is, uh, yeah, real, we'll, we'll get into this now, Rico, and then we'll get back into this the scene. But, um, Henry, let me let me get mine, and then I'll let you Please. talk about it. Um, Lilu Multiprops is doing a signing. We've been pushing this for the last, I don't know, four or five episodes at this point. Um but they've gotten Kevin Smith, Jeff Anderson, and Jason Muse to all sit down at the same time and sign merchandise um, that you can either send in or pre-purchase on their website. So that's you get choices there, which is nice. Um, the only thing I don't know, and Henry, since I've got you, maybe you can answer. Is I know they've got Joey Lauren Adams to do a signing. Is she going to be at the same? Because the three of them are at the same signing. I don't know if she's yeah. at that same signing. I don't think she is. I, I think don't think so either. Okay, one. yeah. So the deadline yeah. for the three, for Jason, Kevin, and Jeff Anderson, is September 18th. If you want to have mm-hmm. the three of them sign stuff, you have to have it in by September 18th. Um, and the information's on the website at lilumultiprops.com. You can go there, select... Um, I do think for those watching money if you want all three to sign there's not a collective price i think you do have to pay three individual prices so keep that in mind um and you can do just one even though i'll be in the same room you can just pick kevin or jay or jeff or whatever so just keep that in mind but send your stuff in by september 18th (laughs) information's on lilumultiprops.com but henry i know you have a a follow-up kind of story about lilu that you'd like to share so please Go ahead and get this. Yes, yes I do. I um, I did send in my poster to uh, Lilu. I sent in my clerk's poster, which was signed by uh, four of the cast members from uh, when I went to MCM Comic Con to get Jeff Anderson on there. And it was like, I know, I know how Moses' mum and dad felt now. So 
I, I've said to them a million times, please be careful with it. And they promised me that they will. But I also sent them a long list of virtually everyone in Clerks. And I've said, uh, these are also the guys I wanted to get on there. I wasn't like fishing. I, I was just telling them these are the guys I want to get on there eventually. And Ashley Wheel, I think her name is. Who, I, I don't uh, know, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, um, has just messaged me. Uh, I said just a couple of hours back. And uh, she said to me, uh, I've managed to add two names to your poster. And I've got, oh, fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, do you mind if I ask who it is? And she said, yeah, it's uh, Ernie O'Donnell and Walt Flanagan. And <laughs> I swear to God, I think I think my head exploded because I did not think I would ever get Walt Flanagan on my poster. I mean, I kind of thought I could probably get Ernie on there because he does quite a lot of cons. I could go and meet him at a con in America. Walt Flanagan, I never thought I'd get because I've heard he's a bit reserved a bit quiet but i cannot begin to tell everyone at lilu especially ashley how thankful i am thank you so so much for uh, getting that signed by this pe- by the pair of them thank you so much yeah they seem to be really good people i have i've talked to them a oh, little really bit are. um they're trying to do us a favor that i can't share yet mm-hmm. on on air but mm-hmm. um one of the reasons we're doing all this promotion for the signing is because they're trying to do us a solid in return, yeah. and and so we're we're happy to do it if it works. So <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Like- but we're happy to do it anyway because I honestly like. I, I, well, and Henry, you had expressed, and and I'm sure I'm not talking out of turn, a concern about sending your stuff away just because oh. of, of maybe not getting it back or getting it back in bad condition or whatever. And that's not a shot at Lilu. That's just a concern about sending something away, and I can respect that. Um, it's I, why I, I, was, I was genuinely so concerned about it. I actually had a photocopy of it made because I was. it just means too much to me. Yeah, and I, mm. I think you... Uh, from my conversation with them, I think I can safely say you're going to get it back in yeah. in the same condition oh, in which you sent it. I'm very comfortable. Now, yeah. Very much so. Um, but just to add uh, to yeah. your point um, about all this promotion and everything and the fact that Jeff Anderson, Kevin Smith, and Jason Mewes are all going to be in a room together. I don't know if uh, you've heard the most recent, I think it's um, Smartcast, where they do the, uh, the Comic-Con panel. Yes, I have. Kevin I watched it. Smith, yeah. Smith answered the question where he said, I will be rewriting Clerks 3, and one way or another, I am going to make it. Yep. Can you imagine if the reason he got Jeff Anderson back was down to you guys and Lilu Multiprops? Um, it could all be you. I No, I, I don't think it has anything to do with us. I think we had a <laughs> clearer shot of helping with him and Ben than we did with Jeff Anderson, to be fair. Um, <laughs> Lilu might deserve credit, but we don't deserve shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hashtag Kevin Jeff. Uh, reboot yeah right there you go um yeah. but yeah no i you're right because i have heard that i did see the hall h panel and he actually talks about it on fat man beyond as well he brought it up there too um yeah he's he's making the movie and i get the feeling i get the feeling there's some behind the scenes stuff with saban or sabin however you say it that they've worked out the distribution and stuff for three. Mm-hmm. And now, and Rico, you and I talked about this, I forget which episode, but now that now that Harvey doesn't control Miramax, or a, mm-hmm. to a bigger point, that a, a Weinstein doesn't control Miramax anymore, that right. there's a chance Kevin might actually own the property. He probably can't say it yet because there's legal shit that's still got to be worked around in the well, background. But I think he might actually own Clerks again. 
he might actually have the rights to it, which is why he can say he's going to be able to make this movie. So I just think there's it's, that legal wrangling that needs to be worked out first. It is. It would be a domino effect, surely. Yeah. He gets this, and then this can happen, and so on, so on. Because if so, he owns the property, then he can make the guarantees to Jeff that'll put Jeff's mind at ease, that'll allow him to come back and reprise the role as Randall. And that's the yeah. chain of events. So Exactly. He could um, say to him, there'll be no fucking around on this one. You will get your money. You will get everything coming to you. Right. And we'll yeah. make sure you're taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. So oh, um it'll be exciting. I'm ex- think, though, I can't happen. wait to see it. Um so we're gonna we're gonna leave you to go, Henry, and I appreciate you joining us. I will say this if we're gonna watch this deleted scene, which we're going to do, I have one thing that if you have not seen it already, um are you a video game fan at all? Are you a gamer? No. I don't game, no. I'm not a gamer. Not okay. Well, then you may not appreciate this, but I would ask you to still to check it out if you can. It's on yeah. YouTube. Someone took the uh, that entire fight scene from Endgame and put it mm-hmm. into 16-bit format, so like Super Nintendo-era format, and okay. it's got yep. sounds and sights, and it's really well done. Rico and I watched it a while back. Um, it's great. It's it, fucking awesome. It really is. Even if you're not a gamer, I think you'll appreciate it because you're a fan of the movie. You're a fan of yeah. art. So, but yeah. it is on YouTube. If you just search Avengers Endgame um, Final, it'll pop up. It's 16 bit scene, is what it's called. So just check that out if you get a chance. Absolutely. I will. Well, um, before Henry leaves, uh, we were going to talk about the thing that I'm going to be fucking happy about. Namor is going to be a fucking yes. villain. Yes. They've announced Namor is going to be in Black Panther 2. Confirmed. Mm hmm. You did. I'm glad you brought that up, Rico. Sorry. Um, yeah. So we he's been pushing for Namor for quite some time. So I I knew he'd be happy. I don't know if I mean I don't know enough about Namor, so maybe that's why. But I don't know if Black Panther is the place to put him. But I guess we'll find out. So it does seem a little weird. Like is is Wakanda like near an ocean? I don't remember no, it being I, near I an ocean. Don't. <laughs> believe that it is i believe it's right in like central africa so i'm not sure how they're gonna make this work but you know there's there's a lot i mean how many times in general and henry please chime in as well have we said throughout this mcu how are they gonna make that work and then we've seen it and gone okay (laughs) yeah we're so narrow-minded like what how is it gonna be you know if wakanda's in the middle of africa it's like well maybe black panther is gonna go somewhere else right yeah you know but then Maybe again, in the con converse to that, DC put Aquaman in the middle of the goddamn desert. So hey, that's very true. And, you then, know. and we saw how fucking stupid that was. Well, it worked yeah. in Aquaman. <laughs> I, it didn't work in Justice League, but that's a whole nother conversation. So um, we'll, we'll leave no, that one, there. One last thing I will say. Yeah. In the, uh, the villains of, of the films in that is the most impossible villain I think they could do was Mysterio. He was just, you, you could not take a character like that seriously. And for me, he's one of the best ones they've ever done. He is yeah. absolutely phenomenal. So really I don't did. believe anything's impossible. I think the imagination, and also, let's be fair, the money they're about to put behind these films, Kevin Feige, and I hope that it is uh, Ryan Coogler, is that his name, returning? Yeah, Coogler, I don't think he's... I thought, no, yeah, Coogler's coming back for this movie. I'm almost oh, positive. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, exactly. The imagination that those guys have got, I think it could work. I absolutely think they will work out a way to get it in there. Yeah, I, I have to agree. They're going to find a way. Like, yeah. uh, we, we, 
with not being disrespectful to anybody on at Warner Brothers, Kevin Feige before anything else, and actually Maddie Granger confirmed this, so I'm not even talking just an opinion. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just gotta turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. (sighs) The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle... Is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast? The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Kevin Feige's a fan. He's been a fan. Yeah. He's been a fan for years. This this work that he's doing is not, oh, well, they're just paying me a lot of money and I'm trying to find a way away. No. no, this is something he's been behind since way back. So And it shows. And exactly. It absolutely. Exactly. And that's why I have really the utmost faith in anything they announce. Sometimes I'm a mm-hmm. little skeptical, but it doesn't. I, I wait till I see it before I pass judgment because Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. Exactly. And yeah, no, completely. So. It would have to be a case of the first person I want to entertain is me. And then, yep. yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Henry. Well, thank you so much, my man. Um. Okay. So, we just watched the scene, the deleted scene. First off, hearts, dude, tears. Like, it's it's powerful. I would say that I liked the funeral scene more. I mean, there's still there's still both really good scenes. For those who don't know what we're talking about, the deleted scene is seconds after Tony Stark dies, and then one by spoilers. one, the <laughs> yeah spoilers. Sorry, I mean, but it's you know you know it's it's over at this point. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm just I was more tongue in cheek, honestly. But go ahead, right. Um, it's seconds after Stark dies, and one by one, the Avengers, as well as the members of the Guardians of the Galaxy, as well as Valkyrie, as well as everybody, everybody who was there. Basically, well, um, I mean, at that point, just based on Cap's sentence from earlier in the scene, they are all Avengers at this point, so. Right. So. Uh, and one by one, they kneel to show their respect to Stark. I I can understand why they put it in there. I almost if they if I could add some tweakage, I would have had it where Stark is still alive, slowly dying, and he gets to see that. He gets to see the the impact that he did, not just I I you know, you know, it's it's still touching that, you know, Pepper says you can finally you can rest now, it's okay, and you can go to sleep. To be fair, we don't know that he doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know that he's totally gone at that point. He's certainly incapacitated, but you don't know that he's gone. I, I, it, from what I saw, it looked like he, it was after she said you could go to sleep, and then he dies. And I, then they start to kneel. Right, right. But to, to your point, I, I don't know that, 
yes, your, your sequence of events is right, but I don't know, that, except that I don't know that it, as soon as she says the words, he's, like, dead. Like, I don't know if he's still fading out. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying, you know, he might be seeing no, this as he's going. That's all I mean. No, he he uh, he kind of slowly tilts his head down and, and is, is gone. I think it would have been better if he had seen particularly Captain America kneeling. Yeah. And and just to be like, like we we're finally good. Like everything yeah. that we went through. Even maybe to see uh Bucky kneel for him. Well, Henry watched it with me while you were getting mm-hmm. your smoke. And he he brought up the fact that Rody couldn't even look at him. Yeah. Like Rody yeah. was looking away. Um, um, but the point that Henry was mentioning why he wanted us to see it was there is a pivotal part that explains the next chapter of the MCU. Did you see that? Uh-uh. Gamora walks away. She's oh, alive. you're right. You're right. I did see that. So we just don't know where Gamora is. She just fucks right off. Um, you know... It's really interesting. My, you know, what my first reaction, apart from "Oh my god, this is so touching" and "This is a nice tribute," is I feel like they took it out because they, I think, they were kind of paranoid. Meaning the Russo brothers or Disney or Kevin Feige, I think they were paranoid about it being compared to like Kaepernick kneeling. You think? I mean, I'm not I, saying you're that, wrong, but do you think that's possible? Sort of where, that's sort of where my first thought went was like. It's it's for the record when when Kaepernick or when anyone you know kneels for the Pledge of Allegiance, they're not doing it to be anti-American. They're doing it to respect a fall that he he took it from a soldier who said, "When we show a sign of respect, we kneel." Yeah, that's, they've been doing that for that. centuries. If you, I mean, knights have done that back in the medieval times. I mean, it's been going on for you know, and. Stark was just another soldier, essentially, you know, in his own, all the Avengers in their own fucked up ways. You know, I'm not disregarding military or anything like that. I'm just saying that in their own mind. In this world, Stark's a soldier. I get what you're saying, but in this MCU world, he is. Yeah. Um, I will say that I I saw a meme, and I think I posted on Facebook, that someone, I think Tony, uh, I'm sorry, I think... Robert Downey Jr. said that he designed his final suit as not to save his life. It was designed for him to wield the Infinity Gauntlet, but he he knew that if would he kill snapped his fingers, yeah. it would kill him. And that what he he designed his final suit to literally be the suit of armor around the world. I've seen that. Yeah, I don't know if I saw it from you, but I've seen it. Yeah. And I think I think the scene is good. I also think, like I said, I think the funeral scene looks stylistically better. It also shows one by one, you get a clearer indication of who's there, who's respect, who's paying the respects. It, you know, it goes from one, not it goes from levels of importance because the final one is Nick Fury and he just right. comes out of nowhere, which well, makes me question: Is that a scroll? Well, yeah, that's you're actually there. Yeah, it's a good question. But that said, I will. So I will share that I've seen this scene, as I mentioned before today, 
It's not the first mm-hmm. time I've seen this scene. The version I saw was different than what we just watched. And what I mean by that is the version I saw, whoever did it, or maybe even from Disney themselves, it fed into the funeral scene. So it fades out of that and goes right into the funeral scene. Mm-hmm. So I got both pieces that you're talking about. I got that and then the funeral. And I got to tell you, the transition was seamless. Like, it really worked. So they could have left it in and still given you both scenes, you know. Right. Um, I think, you know, while you bring up a very altruistic point in terms of why they took the scene out, meaning the Kaepernick stuff, I wonder if it was more to leave more mystery about Gamora's fate. Because you don't know exactly in the, in the version that came to theaters, you don't know exactly what's happening. You don't know if Gamora's alive. When we talked I about mean, that during the end game review, you know, we do. We don't know if she was snapped or if she because she was part of original. I mean, Iron Man doesn't know who Gamora is, right? You know, he even though there's that whole exchange of "I'll give you one better." Why is Gamora and blah blah? blah he doesn't know. He still doesn't know yeah. who the fuck she is and what or she looks like. Her importance to them, right? Yeah. So. It was good, but I also, I mean, yes, it reveals that she was there. She survived post-snap, and then she walked away. But it also makes her unlikable in the sense that she just walks away. She's like, fuck you guys, I don't care, I'm out of here. We understand that it's just because she doesn't know who the fuck they are. Right. But I think it also does come off like she's like, well, fuck you guys, I'm out. But... I think that's how you continue the Guardian's story as a whole, so I'm kind of okay with that for now, if that was the case. But that we've talked about that before, so, like, it's, you know. I think, I like the way they, I think taking it out, I think it would have been one or the other. I don't think you could, I think, I don't think you should have both. It's really. What, that into the funeral, you mean? Yeah, I think, I think you have, you have the morning of, of Stark in one scene, because if you do it too much, it comes off. Um, it, it's just overdone. Yeah. And I think sometimes simple is better, which is, let's just have a fucking funeral scene or you just have the scene where they all kneel. It's one or the other, but I think stylistically the funeral scene shines better, especially since you can throw in other people that are not on the battlefield. You right. Know, like theory, Harley, yeah fucking uh whoever the fuck you right. can have the people that are not there like nick fury you which know, by the you, way you get all the cameos and we kind of knew this already but i want to say that like kevin brought it up on the imdb boat from uh comic-con because he had marcus mcfeely and the russo brothers together when he did one of his interviews and he basically flat out asked him if that was like he, I forget the word he used, so I can't quote him, but he basically asked if it was CGI in terms of getting everyone on that lawn. And he go, and they said, no, that was all practical. They got all those people to gather for that scene, and what they didn't tell them was that it was a funeral. When they shot the scene, they told them it was for a wedding. Yeah, I heard that too, because I had heard, I think it was Tom Holland who said that he showed up ready for a wedding. Yeah. And he had heard like, Oh, it's going to be the wedding between, uh, Tony and pepper. Right. 
Which would make sense. That'd be a good story to tell to get them there. Yeah. Well, especially if it's Tom fucking Holland because he right. you know, he revealed, oh, oh yeah, I've got this uh, wedding scene. Like, no, you right. don't, motherfucker. Oh, well, I didn't know that, but <laughs> Tom Holland fucking like he he spoils everything. Yeah, well, so does Mark Ruffalo. But anyway, um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, that's... to the point where like whenever Don Cheadle is near both of them, he is uncomfortable doing press junkets with Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> especially. He just. He says, man, he's like, because, oh, dude, everyone dies in this one. He's like, man, why would you fucking say that? Right. Like, you know, Don Cheadle went backstage. He's like, you fucking idiot. And Mark Ruff was like, oh, was I not supposed to say that? I'm I'm sorry. He's like, motherfucker, no. Yeah. Anthony Mackie gave a little bit away about um, the TV show, but he didn't say much. So he just said that he's he got fitted for the suit. That's basically all he said. So. Okay, well, if he's not in a suit, then I would be fucking surprised. Well, he's not really in a suit up to this point, though. He wears the wings, but he doesn't really have a suit. He's got the goggles and the wings, and that's about it. Like, I mean, it's just black clothing, really. It's not like a suit, you know. Yeah, it's gonna it's so. gonna be stars and stripes, or it's gonna be Iron Patriot, but with wings, without well, the you, mask. You, you know the premise behind the show, though, right? The really what the government doesn't want him to be Cap. And the, the premise behind the show is them fighting against Anthony Mackie's character, against Falcon being Cap. Uh, I mean, I, it, I don't honestly, I don't know how I feel about Falcon being Cap. I mean, I, I nothing against Anthony Mackie. I felt like it should have went to Bucky, but that's me. Um, I agree. I mean, it was his oldest friend. It should have kind of gone to Bucky, especially since Bucky got some redemption. Um, but if it's going to have both of them, then why not have both of them? They can both be Captain America's, you know? It kind of makes me wonder if ultimately there's a change at some point during the series. Like, it goes to, to Bucky eventually, you know? What if they go to Wakanda and ask for more, um, vibranium to make another shield so they each have a shield? It's certainly possible. I mean, all, there's, there's a lot of possibilities and I'm excited. I'm excited. The good news is I figured out watching the timeline and listening to Kevin talk about it, I don't need to get Disney Plus unless they offer some kind of special until fall of 2020. So I'm right. pretty happy about that. Because you I know, know that's I, when that's when the first show starts, is fall of 2020. Right. So. Uh, I did see some other deleted scenes that were not just the, the kneeling. Okay. Did there were other, did you see the other deleted scenes? Mm. No, I figured I'd seen them on the, they'll be on the disc when I get them, so. There's well, there's one I do want to kind of spoil, which is well, there's two. There's two I'll spoil. Uh, one of them is it's uh, Rhodey talking to Steve Rogers, and they're looking at a screen, and he says, "So where did was the Tesseract here?" He's like, "At the bottom of the ocean." He's like, "Okay, so why did you crash the plane into the ocean?" He's like, "There were bombs on board." He's like, "Uh huh." Why didn't you jump out of the plane before you crashed the plane into the ocean? And you just kind of like, it just seemed like fan service being like, why didn't you do this? Right, right, right. And then the other one was same type of thing. They're all, it's the Avengers still talking about like what to do and like uh, Rocket Raccoon's still there. And they're watching clips of them fighting the Chitari in New York. And Rocket said, how long did it take you guys to uh, 
you know, beat the Chitari and Black Widow's like, you know, two, three, couple hours. And she's like, hours? Why didn't you just blow up the mothership? And they're like, we didn't know that was a thing. And then it's like, you didn't know that was a thing? Ha ha ha! They're the weakest army in the goddamn galaxy. You didn't know. And then Tony comes out of nowhere and it looks like he sprays whipped cream on, on Rocket's head. It's sort of hard to see what he does. We spray something on his head. And That's it ends neat. like that. That's neat. Yeah, I'd like... I'm, I'm, dude, I'm 10 days away from getting this movie, and I'm super stoked. Like, I can't wait. So We're struggling at work to try and find out if it's coming out on DVD, because it says it's going to be released on DVD, but every time we've looked online to order, it only comes out with 4K and Blu-ray, but huh. it doesn't it doesn't say DVD. And and we've had this hiccup with Disney a couple times. It's always been Disney. Yeah. We had we had a hiccup solo. with solo. I remember we had yeah. to try and find solo. And we ended up like actually finding it at like Best Buy or Target. And then I came up, I was like, why don't we just go on the Disney store, the Disney website? And we found some copies there. And then we had to go through the same thing with Captain Marvel. We were like, I guess Captain Marvel's not gonna be loose. And then we found Captain Marvel on DVD, and we had to fucking buy a bunch. Like, well, can I can I give you a suggestion? Sure. the The Blu-ray copy, generally, not the 4K copy, the Blu-ray copy is usually mm-hmm. a combo pack in which you get the DVD and the Blu-ray in the same packaging. And since you guys take them out anyway and put them into the plastic slip covers or whatever you want to call them, and I'm not trying to diminish that, but since you take no, it no, out of the do. original packaging anyway. Why don't you just order a bunch of the... Okay. All right. Yeah. But the, the problem is, is there's not that many... There are Blu-ray rentals. Uh, renters, I mean. Uh, but there's not as many as DVDs. No. There's a lot of my... Custom, but, I, but I'm saying we would have to order a bunch of Blu-rays just to get the DVDs. And then we have a, bu- a ton of Blu-rays that aren't going to rent. You know, if for every five people that will rent a DVD, there's like one or two people that will rent a Blu-ray. You could theoretically and, and just... very few for 4K. You could really... Yeah, well, I understand that. But you could theoretically repackage the Blu-ray copy and just sell the Blu-ray copy. Just We're sell going, it. That, that's, that's usually what we've done, is if we have extra excess copies of Blu-ray, we usually sell the other ones. But we, um, we've done that where it's like we can't find just a single copy of a particular movie, whether it's Marvel or anything else. Um, we've had to buy Blu-rays because it's actually cheaper. Plus we get two for, you know, roughly the same price of getting one DVD. Yeah. And then we, we make the covers ourselves. We have an employee who prints out the cop, the, the covers, and then we just take old, uh, covers, slip it in the, in the plastic and then boom, we got a DVD cover. Plus we got the disc. Well, there you so go. We do um, all that anyways. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure our listeners are really concerned about the operational details of the video room. But it I'm, is interesting. I mean, you no, know, it's the last goddamn video store. You know, this is what we have to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. But anyway, I, I unless you have anything else, I think we need to bid adieu to this evening. And I I agree. Um, I'm, I was trying to think of what the fuck we could end this long F-bomb episode with, but just... Uh, I think I'm calling the episode F-Marvel. And I don't mean fuck Marvel, I mean like F-Marvel, I think is what I'm going to call it. I was gonna I was gonna suggest, uh, I had one thing called uh, F-Force instead of uh, A-Force. Oh. Uh, okay. Or, I don't know, the, the, uh, 
the fucking Avengers? Yeah. I don't know. I We'll figure it out. But that said, thank you, everybody, for listening. We uh, I found it really comical that we had trouble putting F-bombs into Marvel movies when we use that word more than probably any other word that we use. And that being said, I'd like to end this episode with one word. Fuck. CJ here with a few thank yous and let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. Listen to Podeskew on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you find podcasts. Please don't forget to rate and comment. We want to thank our logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. Again, that's logomike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Dubbed in English for our opening theme music, 96 Reasons. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for our closing music, Theme is Skew. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com slash Samuel dash Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Call control. Code red. Nick. Nope. Well done.